everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the oh. left hand slam. Oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning! Hey, 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 good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning, a Cedar Fever edition here on Ooh. San Antonio's finest sports talk radio station. Good Is morning something to you, wrong with me? No. Are it, you sure? We are all suffering from the... My wife's where you need to go to the doctor. This is not normal. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do every time. I'm fine inside. I walk outside and almost die. Because we are being attacked from within <laughs> and without by a weed from Germany. That's what <laughs> Cedar is. An invasive species that has come to attack us. Dude, it's bad. Oh, man. And I, I bear a fair amount of blame as I have allowed Cedar to flourish on the property. I haven't been a, a good Texan and cut it all down and burned it like it should be burnt. I and, didn't know uh, we're supposed to do that. Well, Cedar's awful. And if you have any love for the Texas land, cut it down. It's just awful. And but burning it, it's just about as bad. But uh, I have I so, it's just it's so it is so the, the pollen is so heavy on the trees that they're literally sagging down. And you don't think that the rain is knocking it off the branches. It's not. That's what I thought. I was like, it okay, don't. we got some rain. All so. it does is absorb that water, so the leaves just hang down just a little bit further. So now now you can die even faster. Yeah, now as you're walking through. You know, being pulled by a 125-pound boxer pit bull mix uh, that every branch you hit just causes this talcum powder explosion of uh, cedar that's been sitting there damp, just waiting for something like it's this bad. to happen. And uh, that's why we sound, all of us, like that this morning. That and the other terror that we had, that Ryan and I had on the way in. But uh, we survived and we're now here. Everybody else have a good weekend? Yeah. Cowboy fan feeling good about themselves? Um, they shouldn't be. <laughs> Let's start. Why? Can, can, can you give us a minute? <laughs> Hell no. I woke up. I'm ready to troll. My caffeine hasn't kicked in. Be scared. Ah! No, I, I don't want any part of this drama, Rob. Uh, so says the uh, master puppet maker, puppeteer of uh, this uh, situation. Uh, no drama to be had. It's only Green Bay coming home. That's all it is. As uh, the Cowboys, um, 
ass first. I don't know how you want to describe it, but yes, they're the two seed in the NFC and they're going to welcome crazy, in right? a Green Bay and a really remarkably good Jordan Love, uh, quarterback. It, it, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be, be a good one. It's also, I'm glad to see Jordan, the Jordan Love story is a lesson for all organizations. True. And the, and the fact that like look, you don't there's nowhere in the rule book that says you have to throw these kids in the fire. It's something to sitting behind a solid quarterback and actually learning and letting the game slow down. And again, he, even when he started out this season, it started out shaky. Remember he like, had lost four yeah. in a row and we're like, "Oh, and you know, all the networks are, "Oh, the Packers got to be in the they got to be in the market for a quarterback." And then now, I mean, first of all, let's not I'm not talking about what he did against the Bears. That's the Bears. I'm just talking about the totality of his body of work in his first season as a starting quarterback right. with a solid offensive coordinator. So, again, now, again, if you're taking a guy 1-2 overall, Rob, then that's maybe a little bit different. But, you know, you take a quarterback in the first round, second round, let him grow. I think 99% of the time, if you'll allow a quarterback, not 99, that's way too high. I would say the odds of most of these quarterbacks that do get flushed for right. whatever reason, if you'd have given them three years and you'd give them the same OC, I don't even care what the scheme is. If you give a quarterback of the arm strength, of the mobility, apart from the neck up stuff, which you can never really know. No, you that that thing. But even yeah. that, given five years, if I'm if you can assure me that this kid's going to get five years of oh four years of steady work and improved skill around him, that most will be successful at least become Kirk Cousins, right? You know that's fair. And I I think it, but that you just there's not enough time. There's just not enough time. There isn't enough time, but I mean, I, hell, I look to I look to Andy Reid. Andy Reid moved up in the draft to get Patrick Mahomes, and then said, "Now you're going to sit on the bench you, and learn behind Alex Smith." Okay, who has the best eye for quarterbacks? Because is there witchcraft to find? I don't think so. I think because of because what goes on in between his ears, you can never know. Right. Like I, you, I can see your arm strength. I can see you can make every throw. You know what I mean? I can say you're able to get in the huddle and say the play and everybody and have command of the huddle. But if it's not there in between the ears, it's just not there between the ears. So I, I don't think there's a there's not a science to it. But there is. You a gotta, I think you got to get lucky. Like c- c- perfect example, your NFC East champions. We didn't know Dak was a fourth round pick out of Mississippi State that ran the ball a lot. So you got to get lucky. There's some talk, luck, and then hopefully you got a guy that's that feels like he's an alpha and, and believes in himself. But let, let's look at who has the best track record. I know there's there's witchcraft to this, and it is a, a crapshoot. I mean, who the hell? We can, well, if I'm looking at it, but, I look at uh, Colin Kaepernick had a great run, went to so a Super Bowl. Jimmy this, Garoppolo went to a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's been to an NFC championship. If I'm just going off. Uh, so that's John Lynch. Yeah, I'm going. John Lynch has a pretty good eye for it. But was Lynch there with Kaepernick? Or is he post-Kaepernick? Uh, no. He's post-Kaepernick. I think he was post-Cap. I'm just going off the team. The no, team they've had some solid I'm success. At, which GM? Because who who can find them? Uh, look at look at Philly. Had Wentz, had Foles, had Hurts. All it, three. Is all it three the same had dude success. that found them? Is that Jeffrey Lurie? Or no, <laughs> that's the owner. Uh, I don't, I don't know who their GM is. Howie Roseman. Is Howie, Howie Roseman? Been there did a while. he find all those? Yeah. Yeah. He's solid. 
The Cowboys are solid. I was say, McClay. Did Cooper Ma- Rush went four and one last year. I don't know if you want to put that in there. Well, Will McClay was he was well, he responsible Jerry. for? Well, Jerry, but <laughs> okay. I mean, but, I don't know. But who got Romo? That's a good question. I was going to say if you had Romo included with Dak and Cooper, that's all Jerry and Steven. Holy smokes, that's, that's not all, bad. That's Jerry and Steven. If you got a nose for that, that's probably the most important thing you can find. Because I look at the Jets. It's awful. Uh, Sam Darnold, Jack Wilson. I could go. I could keep going. It it, is mind boggling when you watch week the last week of the season games. When you hear teams' records in totality. When you hear, you know, the Detroit Lions have been a doormat since '57, and you're like, oh my god, how how did on earth did you exist? And I go, wait a minute, I'm an Aggie. (laughs) Speaking of Detroit, I, I, I seem to have survived. Speaking of Detroit, so we got. McCarthy facing Green Bay, and we got Stafford facing the Lions. Is, is that as big a story? Which is bigger, the Green Bay Cowboy connection or the uh, Stafford home to the motherland? Because of their because they're staples in the NFL, it's Green Bay Dallas. But it should be Stafford. No, Sta- well Stafford does. Ah, well this is the thing. Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Stafford won a Super Bowl with the Rams. They were traded for each other. It was kind of mutual though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was mutual. Yeah, it was both, both parties, were, both parties yeah. were ready to, you know, go separate ways. But it's still, it's it's that's Green Bay and that's Dallas and that's McCarthy who won there. Now there's no now if it was Aaron Rodgers, it'd be way more juicy. But <laughs> this that. is this is still a better burger than Lions Rams. I'm sorry, Lions Rams. We love you. We're gonna watch. Did you watch? I, I know the Spurs were on, and at seven we're gonna do our silver and black for sure. Uh, but how much of the uh, Detroit game? Did you guys watch uh, flipping around? From, I didn't. Because, the only reason why, why, only time I caught any of that, Rob, was because of Red Zone. Oh my gosh! You know they're trying. This was a kind of a redemption game. Like, uh, let's just find our way and get over the right. Travis Shamakery of a game last week, kind of stuff. Right. And that Lions dudes were dropping like flies. I mean, one dude saying? after another was getting it's, hurt. It's you damned if you do, oh. damned if you don't. I, I would not want to be in that position that some of those coaches were in yesterday. The, Laporta's <laughs> gone. I think he's gone. And that's huge. Holy crap. That's huge. There was a point the fans in Detroit were like, oh, my God, pull the starters. You know, they, <laughs> win, See, lose, Dan we don't Ca- care. Dan get- Campbell's from, cut from that cloth. Like, we're going to go play. Man. And it might have bit him. Snake bit. Comes to and mind. how petty is San Francisco? Why yeah. did they do? Why did they do uh, the rookie like that? I, I don't want to butcher his family's name. Help me again. Naku- Puka Nakua. They were double teaming him so he couldn't break the rookie record. Didn't like matter. that is pe- first of all, I like it, but it's petty. Oh my god! Why are you showing me the Laporta film, uh, Ryan? Turn that off. What are you doing? I'm a queasy little punk. Uh, did you see? Uh, I don't watch broken leg videos, bro. That was awful. You just lost all Which of our YouTube worse? viewers. Was was the, was it that one or the Aggie quarterback's arm flapping around oh. like a chicken wing? No, you don't. <laughs> hey, YouTubers, hey, it's worth the, worth your while. Maybe hey, you we'll get see more clicks. Gruesome? Actually, I want to see gruesome stuff. Over, yeah, tune over to R and R and see something gruesome early first thing in the morning. We got uh, Laporta's leg buckling. I mean, if y'all really want to get the views up, we could go to the hub. You got to be real careful with your search history. <laughs> Edwin, how do you even know what that is, young fella? I'm 27. <laughs> I've been around the block. It'll be 28 next month. He's an old pro. 
what they say around the uh, the ranch. He's an old hand. Yeah, I'm just trying to get Ryan. I'm just trying to get Ryan a raise. There, we have a <laughs> or fired. <laughs> I think we have firewalls that prevent such yeah, I do too. such activities. I wouldn't know. No, we're just, not. Uh, we're good. Keep that on your phone. Yeah. I'm just saying they always talk about, hey, we got to get the YouTubes up. All right, well, we, I can way to go. And we, we could have been perfect to, and, and and break no law. Always, always, There's always the hub. We could always throw that down. When I, down, I, I when find down, homemade more hub. authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those. <laughs> I hate the amateurs. Oh, like just, the camera angles I'm, are wrong. I'm more about it, authenticity yeah, than anything the, else. The room ain't lit right. Uh, you know. nah, I'm good on those. <laughs> The, the 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 comforters be weird. You can tell the Cowboys yeah. won, the Texans won. Everybody's in a pretty good mood. Hopefully, Bill Belichick will be let go today. Uh, oh, there, there's several. Uh, we're going to go through is the it Black Monday today. yet, or is that uh, next week? I, well, it's probably Black Tuesday. No, it's going to happen. Well, we're, today. Arthur Smith got canned. That's right. So we're going to go do a Deadpool today. We'll, we'll figure we'll see out who's going to get fired today. Go. We'll do it. Um, Doing some Deadpool work. We'll look around the NFL. Certainly, we're going to hear from Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb, that combo that is a superhero-esque um, kind of undertaking over the weekend. we got a big game tonight. We're going to look forward to a college football championship game. Uh, who you like? Open up the phone lines there. Looks like most of the country, according to the betting maps, are going for one specific team. We'll tell you who that is at 635 at 7 o'clock. Spurs don't go down heartily, though, uh, at what point do we start blaming Wimby for some of this? Oh, last night I am. You got us screaming on. You got us screaming on the radio. Give him the ball. You got us pulling up clips of them missing passes. Then they do it with time running down in the lane, and he passes the ball to Jeremy Showhead. Swing pass to he the one arm jump ball shot to Jeremy Showhead. Are you kidding me, Wimby? He wanted the rebound. He was trying to pad his stats, and then Wimby throws it to Pop. Like. <laughs> And excuse me, this Jeremy throws the ball to pop. You know, some of that's youthful. I don't get mad. But, dude, we're, everybody in the world's talking about you not getting the ball. When yeah. you get the ball, take the freaking shot for it's, all of our sakes. Especially all right? five feet away, right. Robin. I'm not, he's not, he, wasn't four, he wasn't at 40 feet. We're not talking about cro- double cross fadeaway three here. Yeah. Anywho. But I, I will say this. I, do you, I see a marked improvement over the last week. They're, oh, they're, they're, by far, much they better team. They, uh, they're giving it a damn shot. Yeah, they started off the new year right. Yeah, they really did. Two losses, but they started off the new year hey, right. I, I think uh, returns are in, and we will go much deeper into that at 7 o'clock, as that's what we do. This is R&R. The Cowboys win. We'll hear from those that were involved coming up next. You're on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Talk. The NFL playoffs are here. All about it, baby. One last drive. One last drive. Wild card. Divisional. Conference Championship and Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Hear it on your exclusive home for the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. 94-1 San Antonio Sports Star. The Jim Room Show, weekdays at noon. I love San Antonio, man. I love it. On 94-1 San Antonio Sports Star. Really? It's celebratory music to get to the wild card? That's what we're doing? NFC East champs? Yeah, you get 24 hours. Still hasn't been a repeat champion. 
You know what, Rob? You're right. You're 24 I, I know our rule here. We get 24 hours to either celebrate or salt. That's it, man. That's it. After that, you got to get back to work. Whatever happens, the best thing ever happened to you, you just got to figure out what. Now, why can't anybody win this damn division two years in a row? <laughs> I think you put it down on our group chat last week. The NFC East basically bites. Well, I mean, well, Philly, Philly, the Philly last month and a week <sighs> drug it down. Drug it down. Uh, Dallas did what they're supposed to do. Dallas, in the, you know, what December we looked at that schedule. We're like, hey, I don't know. And it started off, ro- it started off rocky. <laughs> it started off rocky. <laughs> you know, you didn't lose two in a row, but nonetheless, you came out above water and you won the NFC East. And I didn't have them winning the NFC East. I thought that Philly, no. especially Philly, started off what ten and one. Am I wrong? Yeah, they were. They started off ten and one. I was like, hey man, it's still. The-. But again, it's it just. I got to believe what I'm seeing, but right now it's all about the Cowboys. At least until 6 o'clock. Then we'll start questioning, is Green Bay the, the worst possible matchup? Is Jordan well, Love this unexpected and un, really unquantified thing that is really on fire right now? Well, I think, you know, last week, yeah, last week when you were out, Pledge felt like it was the Rams. Pledge felt like everybody should be dodging the Rams. That's the dark, because I asked him, who would you be your dark horse out of the NFC? And he, he brought up the Rams, so... If you're really looking at it on paper and just seeing what you've seen on t- on television. Now, Aaron Jones is fully healthy. Jordan Love is playing really well, but... I'd much rather have Green Bay. I'd much rather have Green Bay yeah. than the Rams. Yeah. I, you know, that's just, you know... Well, let's focus on the task. I mean, they did get there. And when you think about a redemptive kind of season, Dak Prescott did everything asked. Everything. Took a while, ups and downs, yeah. He answered the bell. Answered the bell and got better every week. And he might he's not the MVP. He's not. Mm. You could say, you, you know. No. He's, I mean, to, no, just it's, to Lamar, be, it's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you know, uh, but that's But not, I'm not going to be mad at anybody oh that votes for Oh, my gosh. Him. Yeah, I think I can see a vote, top three. And, my gosh. If you'd have... Uh, Five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, he will be a runner-up in an MVP vote in a contract year. Ooh, well, you know it's a cost of doing business. No it matter, is. you know, no matter what, he's going to be one of the highest paid. So there's that. This is Dak. This is Dak, right? Number seven. No, that's McCarthy. This is no. This is Coach talking about his quarterback and his wide receiver, who might be the best tandem in all of football. Let's hear about Dak and CD from the head coach of the Cowboys? Well, it factors in a lot because, I mean, you talk about quarterback and receiver relationships, and, and you know, and I've been blessed to be around some great quarterback-receiver, um, you know, duos, trios um, in the past, and, and, and we have that here, you know, and and not only what it does for Dak and CD, but it's infectious, you know, it's, it's all the way through the whole perimeter, you know, you can see the connection he has now with Brandon Cooks and you know, Ferguson's, you know, has really stepped up to the forefront. And uh, you just want to keep building that and grow because, you know, as we're standing here right now, there's going to be individuals make plays in, in the game uh, against Green Bay that, you know, or may not have made some plays today, you know, and, and that's the way that's the way it always goes from my experience. So uh, we need everybody. We need that connection with everybody, not just with, uh, you know, our quarterbacks and perimeter guys. Mike McCarthy talking about his uh, combo. And I got to give Mike a little, I got to give Mike some credit because when you go to face the Cowboys right now, 
over the hell all all season long, really probably after week five, week six, you know, after they had their little hiccup in with the offense, you go in and you you turn on the tape and you say, okay, what do we do with CD Lamb? Yet he's still open all the time. Now, yes, yeah, some of that is ability. Don't get me wrong, but also that is also play design. You have to when everybody's game plan because you don't have a run. They don't have a running game. So nobody goes in to face the Cowboys and say, okay, how do we stop the run? No, the first thing you say when you get to your team meeting, when you're playing Dallas, is what are we going to do with C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott? That is your game plan. And guess what? Nobody's been able to figure it out. Yes, that's on C.D., but that is also scheme and design. Like when it's Kyle Shanahan, everybody's throwing, you know, waving their praises and this and that. Like, oh, my God, look at what he's doing. When it's LaFleur, oh, my God, look what he's doing. When it's Sean McVay, look what he's doing. But with CD and Dak are, you know, breaking records, it's like, man, CD yeah. and Dak are really good. Like, oh, wait, who who's calling the plays this year? This is the best – this is – if correct me if I'm wrong, this is the best season that CD Lamb has had. Oh, by I far. And who's calling this Who's calling this plays? And who isn't? All right, then. So why doesn't Mike get any credit? Oh, because he can't he can manage the clock. Let me ask and, you a question. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't time manage well. Like, whatever, man. Get a man his flowers. Is it because it feels like CD needs a second? Needs a second fiddle? Needs a Robin? Where some guys don't and still? Or does or does he need a Robin? It seems like with the with the advent with the are we are we calling Brandon Cooks a rob is he that at that well, level well, of a robin I say robins maybe it's the <laughs> maybe it's a, a flock of robins uh, is it a flock or it's a murder of crows and a flock of robins I, I don't know you got to help me on that one I don't know okay um, but he needs a Jake Ferguson he needs he needs a second and it could vary to well, take some of the heat off I feel like and that's the one reason we don't say my gosh. This is the best 88 since the OG 88 or the second the Earth, 88 yeah, or the third 88. I, I don't know what it is. That's a good question, Rob, but I, I think a lot. I mean, hell, A.J. Brown has Devontae Smith, you know. Yeah, somebody, yeah, maybe a lot, a lot of it. these guys do have a Robin. Well, there you go. And keep in mind, Brandon Cooks just got to the party. It took well, that, them a while to ingratiate him into things, and now Dak is finding him. And, again, that's why Coach McCarthy said he opens up what CD does is he opens up the offense for Ferg and for Cooks, and I think Pollard had is probably one of his better games yesterday as far as you know just yards per carry. So the run game in general, yeah, they, it's all it's, it's all coming together at the right time. Although it was against a team that had lost seven consecutive games and was had more Cowboy fans in the building that in was, the parking yeah, lot that, that's in the state and vicinity of Kings County or Prince George's County or all the different counties and municipalities. My gosh, yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> was Magic there? I don't know. Uh, there's showed, a lot of there's a lot of celebrities at the Rams game. Yesterday. Oh yeah, that's where everybody was. They showed a picture of uh, Joe Gibbs up there, embarrassed. I think he had a Redskins hat on. <laughs> Redskins <laughs> coming back. Put a dollar in the jar. Who you got? Let us know now. Six five six three seven seven six six five six ESPN. If you have a gambling interest or just an interest at all, let's talk college football championship as it's live right here on San Antonio Sports Star. Come watch it with us at Rupub. We're talking about it next here at ninety four one San Antonio Sports Star. It's the Awesome Tickets Pro Football Pick'em Challenge on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. You're shot at $50,000 nationally, while weekly winners locally get a $50 gift card to Five Oaks Ace Hardware on Thousand Oaks. At the end of the season, locally the best overall record wins the San Antonio Grand Prize of $1,000 worth of tickets to any event from Awesome Tickets. Sign up today at sasportstar.com.
I like this. I feel like I should be accepting an award. It feels Star Warsy. I, I, did anybody have to watch the Golden Globes like I did last night? I missed Buffalo winning last night. See, I, I the did. thing is, with the stuff like the Golden Globes in the internet and er, the social media era, you don't have to watch it. See, that was my point exactly. Um, yes, pull that comment back up, real quick. Yes, Danny. Hey, Danny. YouTube, comment, like, subscribe. I was behind Danny oh. at Golf Club of Texas. I was. Was I he was playing slow? No, no, no. Okay. In line. To, to check in, I was talking to my buddy, and he turns around. He's like, man, you Rudy. I was like, yeah. He's like, man, I'm a member out here because of you. Oh, man. And well I was done. like, hey, Danny. Good plant. Appreciate you, Danny. Well done, Danny. The check's in the mail, dog. That went a long way. You have no idea. <laughs> Did you hang around and watch him on the tee? No. We're not Danny, doing I was that. asking Danny. Danny was in front of us. They, oh, they, they must have played well because I never saw him. Because they had the 740 well, tee time. I had 750, and I never saw it. Ooh, that's, so, a, that's a devoted golfer. That's still yeah. cold at 750. I had a cart cover and a heater. And a toy, the likes of which and a to- I and covet. A, and a great toy. Beyond, but why did I see this on January the 8th and yeah. not December the 8th? Yeah, the, the, the speaker with the range finder I, I is fantastic. That, that existed. And, you know, I'm not good enough to use it anyway. But it looks I mean, cool. it's nice to know it's 150. That doesn't mean I can hit it 150. I no. can hit it 180. I could hit it 70. But I need to know. Same what, swing. I, I need to know. know what club to use. But I'm man, I'm hitting the ball so beautifully. You know, it's it's I mean, funny I play how that works. <laughs> I play it. It's funny how practice makes improvement. Gosh, I hit some pretty shots. And then there's those that make you have Anywho. to get back on Facebook to buy another club because that last one was broken. Yeah, look at that rangefinder slash speaker. Look They're at everywhere. that. It's right there on YouTube. It's called, like, Blue something. It's awesome. Unfortunately, it's after 6 a.m. I can no longer order from Amazon. Why? Because that's that's a, 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 blue I have a cutoff. That's what it's called, the blue tees. I have to order before my wife wakes up because you get that confirmation. Okay. I want it to be okay. done by the time it occurs. We're all uh, rooted for Washington, right? We all I hate Jim Harbaugh. So. You know, we I all hate Jim this, Harbaugh, this, right? This map from uh, BetUS.com, and it was, like, dispersal by states. Um, who's voting? Who's voting? Who's gambling? This was, Where the, the this was during the semis, right? Yeah, this is okay. before the semis. This is top four. Okay. But but it does give you an idea. Um, the dispersal of states, and, and obviously um, it, it's by location. But it, I, I was surprised. And these, this is money. This is where it's landing. So Texas really only had a couple states landing with uh, Texas money. It was like Texas and New Mexico and Oklahoma, Arkansas. That was basically all the Texas money. Right. Uh, Michigan had 22 states, and it was literally across the country where money had landed their di- their direction. And Washington uh, and Alabama came in second, of course, with like you know all the SEC states, basically makes sense. Uh, and then Washington w- was pretty distant; they were ahead of Texas, but it was Alabama. Washington it was, was ahead of Texas. Really? Yes, wow. yes, Washington, because I, that's where the money was going. I mean, this was not just Texas fandom, although I'm sure that tainted some of the bets. But, you know, where was the money landing? 22 states, literally across the country, from east to west, have landed on Michigan. So well, mean, That means good bet money. It don't mean you're pulling for them. No, it just means it's just a smart bet. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying gotcha. it's voting. But I think that the money tells us that most people believe that Michigan is the better team. Mm. Now, how you want to play with the numbers, whether there's an over and under involved with that, and, you know, all the other peripherals. Uh, is where the money, you know, is how it's being spent. But the, but for the most part, it appears that those that pay attention to such things 
uh, see Michigan as the imminent champ? I I don't like watching Michigan play football. I like I like. <laughs> You're right. Look again. I'm not a football guy. Like I did, I never played. So entertain me. Washington entertains me. Watching Michigan keep trying to run the ball, even though it's not working, I hate it. Again, if you're if that's your thing, I'm not knocking it. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Washington. I like watching Washington play football. I like watching Oregon play football. Now, you don't give them the uh, Spurs beautiful game credit that they're playing football the way it should be played. That it is, you know, own the line of scrimmage, win from inside out, don't make any mistakes, out aggress on defense, ball hawk. No. I mean, good for them. So uh, the they beautiful win game t- doesn't even apply. Yeah, if they were, they you know that because that's not beautiful. What the Spurs well, were doing was beautiful. Five, six passes, guy wide open in the corner. What Michigan does is, I don't know what it is. Well, look, I'll say this about Michigan, Rob. They pulled out some tricks against Alabama. They Harbaugh dialed mm-hmm. up some nice play calls that were beautiful. I won't knock it, but Big Ten football has really never been my thing. I think therein lies the rub. I like Ohio State's brand. I think but, it's more wide but open. But we were accepting of Alabama during the early Saban years of ten to three. Oh God, that was and then he even adjusted. He had to because Johnny made him change. Yeah, he had he had no choice to adjust. And then next thing you know, he sends ten wide receivers to the pros in the first round. If you go look back at a lot of the receivers at the NFL right now, because he changed it up and he went and got Tua and Hurts and Mac Jones. Now he's kind of regressed with the kid they have now. So you're pulling for Washington. I'm pulling for Washington. I, I, I'm not pulling for Washington, but I'm rooting for them. Is, 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 huh? Because I think Michigan's better. I do. I think Michigan, man for man, they're just bigger and better. So are we considering this an all-Big Ten championship game? Not yet. No. Why not? Because I want something. I the want, paper On paper, they said they're headed to the Big Ten no, in like wanna, a couple months. I want to see a Pac-12 trophy rolled out at halftime and then blown up kind of like disco's dead kind of stuff like we just blow the trophy up and and kill it in the name of the nil no this is this is an honor of of the uh, yeah you know what i want yeah this is the pac-12 it's still the pac-12 okay i'll I'll give them their i'll give them their due but uh, i mean what does it matter if the conference is going away well right it probably means that those guys left prematurely. These guys are like Mel Gibson, man. They're fighting something that really, at the end of the day, man, ain't going to end well. <laughs> Mel Gibson reference? I think that's the first Mel Gibson reference in two and a half years over here. I can't remember us talking about Mel Gibson, but I'll take it. Yeah, All I could picture is him like getting his guts pulled out in every different direction. I just feel like that's the end of the Pac-12. Congratulations. You won a couple of battles, but the war, no matter what you do, you can get you can have your way with the queen. Go ahead. Damn. Go out with a bang, not a whimper. But at the end, you're going to the four corners. It's over. Yeah, it's over. It's weird too. It's going to be a fun game. A game. Are, of you, are we sure? I, I do. I think that's such a. It's such a. You know, styles make fights. Now I don't know what the fourth quarter is going to look like, but I get the sense in the first, as both teams script what they want to do. I get the sense that the first quarter, if there's no mistakes. Should be like a, a Hagler-Hearns. Let's see which style's better right now. Right. Well, all I'm going to tell you is Michigan better get to Penix. If you don't get to mm-hmm. Penix, he's going to carve you up. That's right. He'll carve you up. Now, I don't know I don't know if you're going to be able to run the ball on Michigan. Watch ask him, Alabama. Yeah. But you better get pressure on Penix because he he's a dart thrower, and he has some very capable receivers. So 
Good luck, Michigan. But I think you got your hands full with this, this the, the purple people leaders. For you military types, I think Washington needs to check their six, make sure there's nothing behind them, and get off the field on defense. Get off the field on third down. Do right. not let Michigan ground and pound you. And Michigan, on the other hand, stay on the field, ground those guys up. Just well, the good thing about alive. these two teams, they have this. Are they? Everyone scripts their plays, but unlike Sarkeesian, when the script ain't working, they'll switch. Sark's like, nope, I scripted these first 30 plays, and we're going to run these damn 30 plays, even though they're stopping them. Come on, Sark. Hey, coming back, his name is Jake Browning, but who really cares about that? Did you see his wag? Yeah, Are you we'll going, Brett Musburger? Have you seen his wag? Oh, my gosh, it was white and sequined. We'll be right back. It's R&R, and you're on 94.1 uh, San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning, everybody. Jason Minix here from The Blitz starting at 2 o'clock today. We are live at the roof of 281 and Redland Road getting ready for tonight's national championship game with a major focus on what we saw yesterday from the Cowboys in Washington is now Dallas is getting ready for the postseason. We'll talk about the Texans and the entire NFL schedule now that the playoffs are set. Rob, Rudy, who are you taking tonight, Michigan or Washington? Washington. Washington. All day long. I'm pulling for Washington. I'm betting on Michigan. That's, uh, I know. You're supposed to pick a side, right? I'm not going to do it. Never trust a man who don't pick a side. I I know. Don't trust me because I'm paying way too much attention to uh, celebratory photos of a Cincinnati Bengal football (laughs) game. This is this is strange. So we're talking about Jake Browning, right? Uh, well, yeah. Backup quarterback for Cincy. First of all, shout out to Joe He's Burrow. He's a revelation, man. Joe, I love yeah. that dude. Shout out to Joe Burrow for you know buying him the suite for Jake Browning's family this season. But yeah, uh, Jake Browning's young his girl is it girlfriend or is it his wife? <laughs> his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. She broke the internet yesterday. Yeah, she did with her little bodysuit and orange bucket hat. And uh, it, it it reminded like and first of all, who is this? CBS? Shame on y'all! <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got advertising no, to sell, like, man. She's not Taylor Swift. You know what I'm no, saying? No, she's like, not. There's no Thank reason, God for that. There's no reason to keep panning up there other than you just being a dude. Like who's the, who was in charge of that? And who's right? Who's signing off on that? Who's signing off? On, and who's the guy in the guys in the camera guy's ear saying, "Go back to Miss Browning." It's the producer this game, like who this game, is the brilliant man that he is. This it, game sucks. Go back to Miss Browning. Like it, it got at, at some point, it got weird. Like she literally broke the internet, and I'm like, I'm like, okay. I mean, she's easier to look at than Taylor. Wow. But it gave me Brent. Musburger. Wow, you were doing so good too. It gave you me Brent it. Musburger vibes, though. Remember Brent? <laughs> well, see, ahead. I <laughs> go ahead play Brent Musburger because back into the game and. Uh, now, when you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see that lovely lady there. She does go to Auburn. I want to admit that. But she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? Yeah, yeah. And right there on the right is D.D. Bonner. That's A.J.'s mom. Wow, I'm telling you, quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. Ah, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow. He's wow. Like A.J.'s doing Whoa. Some, Whoa. things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama... Start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pop. This is weird. (laughs) It almost sounds like wow, dude was full on stiffy. You know who also was a backup quarterback for the Bengals? Who? AJ McCarron. Oh, he was. (laughs) Man, 
They literally, like, because I was watching Red Zone during the first games. And every time that they would pop up, they would go to Miss Browning. I was like, yo, okay, we saw her. You know, like, I've never seen a woman in a bodysuit. Well, I needed to make sure. This just in, pro athletes, (laughs) sometimes they good-looking women. But, again, she was easier to look at than Taylor. Um, She knew where the camera was. She did that on purpose. She knew exactly where the camera was. So all, all, all mouths were fed. All beasts were made. It was exactly what we wanted, and it was well done. <laughs> it was like again, you know, after the third, after the third pan too, it got weird. Didn't they show uh, uh, some nipple last week on Bourbon Street too? It's been a very good couple of weeks here on TV. Remember. Oh, they did. We're talking silver and black next. We'll be right back here on ninety four one. It's O six hundred. What's the O stand for? Oh my God! It's early. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the back. Oh, 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 oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning, a Monday edition. Get your ass up. It's 2024, and it's a Monday. I'm sure the world starts spinning again for most of us. And Here we sit on a Monday, talking silver and black after yet another loss, though it was close, 117-115. The Spurs go down to Cleveland as a valiant effort. Yeah. Uh, nice comeback. Hey, we, I was we, happy about the fourth quarter. Because they, it it could it was easily getting away from them. They were down like sixteen. Cleveland shoots the ball really really well. They have a lot of Ooh, three point shooters over there. But the Spurs uh, kept fighting, stayed in it. Dumb mistakes. I'll but... golf. I'll golf clap it. <laughs> I think that was a worthy golf clap. I think that's the best way to parse what we saw yesterday. Two consecutive close tight games, right. hard fought till the end. Um, I can say that the common denominator is. Point guard? Sure. I mean, they look sure. Different. They look better and more balanced and more together when Trey Jones starts at the PG. It's just a fact. Wimby had 24, 10, and 5. I'm the fifth player when in the league. When you say history. 5, you're going to make sure you put it blocks. Well, I think we all assume. What do you th- what, 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 yeah, it could be assist, though. I he guess passes no, the you know ball what, you're well. right. Five blocks. Yeah, he passes the ball well. Fifth player in league history to put up a line like that while playing under 25 minutes in the game. <laughs> My goodness. That's Kobe stuff. Um Whoa. Don't point a minute. I'm just saying. Easy there, cowboy. I'm not, you no, know. I'm not comparing. I'm just saying it's in the uh, in the, the the stat category. But, you know, at the same time, as well as he looked, uh, the paint was dominated by Jared Allen. Yeah, Jared Allen even Ooh. blocked the Wimby dunk. Ooh. And maybe that's why Wimby didn't want to shoot the ball five feet from the basket. I saw Allen play in high school. Where is he? Is he a Texas kid? Austin. Really? Yeah, he went to... Uh, St. Mark's in Austin. Wait, he went to UT, though, too. Yeah, he went to okay, pipeline right into UT. Uh, he was one of those guys that went to play for Shaka, though Shaka had no idea what to do with a guy like Jared Allen. Shaka belongs, <laughs> not, and this is, <laughs> not, this is not a knock. Shaka belongs at a mid-major. Oh, yeah, yeah. He like, was, he's a mid-major coach. He got five stars that, quite frankly, weren't willing one to do what he wanted. One and done, Shaka Yeah, anyway. The, uh, the progression of 
the new year from the old really has been incredible. And tomorrow or, or Wednesday, I don't know whether we look at Wednesday versus Detroit as a midterm or a GED exam. No, the, the Wednesday, Wednesday is a must win. It's, it's a, it's, so it's not, it's a GED. Let's, we're, we're headed toward a, if they, this is something important. If they don't win Wednesday, we're skipping silver and black Thursday. I think that's, uh, <laughs> Seriously, I mean, is, is like, that how the, we should look at this? Like, what the hell, man? Like, I know, I know the Spurs are bad, but you can't be Detroit bad, can you? <laughs> well, I mean, there's right one there. point of view. They are right there. They yeah. are the same. They're the same team, actually. Just one plays on oh, the Eastern Conference. At, man, it's the the similarities are really ridiculous. Yeah, between the two, it's bad. Now they don't have a Wimby, but the Spurs don't have. I like Kate. Yeah, the Spurs Kate don't have anything Kate, like that. Kate Cunningham's a star. Yeah, I don't know how long he's going to be in Detroit, but Kate Cunningham's a star. He's a. I think he's doomed. <laughs> he's from Dallas, right? Yeah, he's another Dallas. Guy. Damn, what's up with Texas and bat? Is well, Texas basketball caught up to Texas it, football? It no, because of the numbers, right? It ain't Texas. Uh, it's Dallas. You're not throwing Houston in there. There's some. It it's mostly Dallas. Maxie and Anthony and uh, I forget how Cunningham many of the kids and, are from Dallas. Oh, they're all Dallas types. Houston's got their share. Darren Fox, one of the young Houston types, and there's five others. But for the most part, they're coming out of Dallas. Mm, interesting. Yeah, they're Duncan not coming Bill. here. Although one or two might end we up here. We got a few cats here. I, I mean, think, look at Jordan Clarkson. That Holland kids out of Plano. Um, oh, right. So there could be a, a Dallas type plan for San Antonio, and that's really what's on the line coming up on Wednesday. Ah, uh, look, I, I, this is what I'll say: the Milwaukee again. I'm just going off of Milwaukee and Cleveland, and even some parts of that Memphis game, but the Milwaukee game and the Cleveland game, just much more balanced. They're always in the game. Mm-hmm. Never really out of it. When you look at what Trey Jones is bringing to the table, I don't see how you I don't see how you deviate from this lineup. Now, Shimpagni's in this new rotation as well, with Keldon going to the bench and coming off the bench and just shooting every time he touches the ball. Which, he continued. He was six of sixteen yesterday. I don't I'm like, care. It, it's working. It is. It's working. What? It might not what, be wait, working wait, for which, him. Part, which part of it's working? The him team, coming off the bench. That that pepper, whatever that volume, that that effort, that something. I guess extra. it's his job on the second team, right? Yeah, it's his job to just shoot the go ball. shake the snow globe, and what for whatever it is, it's getting them through the doldrums. It's not they're 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 not getting their pants in the second quarter. I mean they're they're staying in the right. game. It's not nef- it's definitely not pretty. I mean six to sixteen, and some of those shots are questionable at best. But even De- I would say Devin's shot selection might actually be worse, to be honest with you. But whatever that is, it's working. You know, fair, much more competitive. Had a chance to win both of those games, but this is what I'm most shocked at watching really closely yesterday. I'm shocked at how much one on one pop lets these kids play. It's a lot of stand around, isolate. It's a lot of that. And I, I'm not used to it. And I don't know, again, I don't know if he feels like y'all are too incompetent to run that offense. Just go play. Because, again, when Devin gets the ball, like it, it, there's a screen to get the matchup that the guy holding the ball wants. And then they stand around. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then they'll, they'll have some action. But for the most part, I'm shocked at the amount percentage-wise that it's really just one-on-one basketball. I, this is what comes to mind when you bring this up. And you've noticed it better than I did, quite frankly. You're right. And sometimes I always felt like it might be a product of just 
we're out of we're out of sync. We don't got a point guard. And and now that that trays in, we do have a little bit more framework, right. a little bit more structure. But I think you hit something on the head that we keep hearing from Pop that it's hard to believe, even after all this time with Devin and Keldon, is it's hard for me to design an offense for what you can do unless I know exactly what you can do. And maybe sometimes it's go out there and just go do something so I can figure, hey, you know what? He's pretty good at that fadeaway right there on the block. Maybe I should maybe I should find a way to get him the ball there a little bit more. But I don't know you can do that in a game until you go do it. And if I don't care whether we win or lose, which I don't believe is the case, which I do believe is the case, we don't. Right. So why not go a little bit of one-on-one and let's start figuring out how we can put that in the context of the way I want this offense to work with Wimby. Now, that being said, we cannot continue to harp and bitch about the fact that Wimby is not getting the ball. When he is getting the ball, you need to do something with it. Yeah, and especially game on the line. Like, again, you got the whole city. And I'm talking about, the hell, you got the the Stacey King, the color commentary <laughs> guy for the Chicago Bulls screaming. You got, uh, who was it, Kenny and Shaq. And like, hey, you know, there's no point guard. You got to get the ball away. Like, you got the entire nation, really. Scream and get you the ball, and they get it to you in crunch time, and you decide to kick it out to the to corner who? to Jeremy Shohan. To who? Shohan, Shohan, I forget. I don't want to butcher the guy's name, but Jeremy. And he throws the ball to Greg Popovich. And Pop just, you should have seen Pop. Pop's look, Pop looked at him like, dude. <laughs> but he should have been looking at Wimby. That's, Wim, that's on Victor. And again, he's 19. He'll learn. It, it's so counterintuitive. It, normally, you have to coach the opposite. Normally, the the ball coming out of the paint right. from a dude that's seven five. <laughs> but I mean, what? I guess he made the right basketball play. Is that no? Is that, is that, that is what, never the is right that play. Was, I, that is never. See, that's the mindset right. that he is trying to break. It is never the right play. If you are within five feet and you're Victor, and, you're and seven, you are five. Victor Wimbayama, it is never the right play. To pass the ball out of the block without at least an attempt or a look or a ball fake or something. If it went to you and you just moved it along, what good are you to us? Yeah, but can I say this? Yeah, but uh, can I have a one yeah, but there are eight teams in the NBA with 15 wins or less. Yeah. And five with 10 or less. So we're not alone. No. (laughs) Because we're accepting of a but process that is for us, it makes it we, it feels worse for us because we, we got, got Wimby, we got him. We're supposed to be better, and by the calendar, the fact is they are now. Now I think we can all agree that a step forward was made with uh, Trey Jones starting at point guard. Yeah, now they just got to finish games. Okay, so what would be in your mind as we and we we can tell Pop listens because that's why Trey is starting. And uh, as he get, he's getting into his car, getting heading in uh, to, he to, uh, to the, he's they're probably in Detroit already if they haven't already gotten there. But they they probably stayed the night in Cleveland. Probably gonna go see the Rock and Roll Hall of see. Fame today. Do some of the things that Kawhi loved to do. Um, but that's a whole other story. You're talking um, about what Lamarcus said. I'm, about that's all. You know, was, maybe they're having a pop. Was eye opening. Maybe the pops taking them to class today, and they're gonna do a little bit of history and. Learn a little bit about culture. No, and you you heard Joakim Noah. You heard like yeah. who wants to be in Cleveland? So I've never heard anybody you know, say I want to go to Cleveland. Maybe he's teaching them the no. value. Right of, there, sleeping their beds. They came home. It's Nobody's. Early yet. Th- it's it's probably snowing. But, but, you know, after I heard how much Kawhi appreciated it, I'm I'm just surprised we're not doing it more. But given that, oh, that's right. He is 20 now, Paul. 
Sorry, he is twenty now. He's no longer nineteen. He's, I'm sorry. Yeah, he is. He's a. He's an adult. Almost, dude. I've had a twenty-year-old in my house. They ain't adults. They're not adults at all. No. My twenty-seven-year-old, she's barely an adult. <laughs> She'll be twenty I'm barely an adult. Yeah, me too. The so my my question is, we we fixed the point guard. What's the next for thing? Now. Oh, for now, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is a a stopgap, right? A placeholder, a uh, yeah, a nardinal when you need a scoggin. Uh What's the next thing in your mind that if you're if you're playing pop and we're we're playing with the lineup, the 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 style or something? What's the next thing that you want to play with? Is it a different starter? Is it uh, acquisition? Obviously, acquiring something is there, but what's the next thing? Is or just let this. Yeah, I want to let this while. play out because I, I think they're on to something. I think they have a legit chance to win a few games with the way this lineup is currently constructed. Now, I mean, Kelda's got to make some of them shots he takes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I like the, I like the look of it. I'm okay with where we're at right now. Like they give a damn, but yeah, <laughs> I like. Oh, they listen. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I like where I like where they are right now. You got Detroit this week. You have Charlotte this week, and then you have Chicago. These are these the, are games that you could go two or three. I, you know what? You could beat Charlotte and Detroit. That's, I, 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 that's not too like much to ask. That's exactly how it should be put. It's not too much to ask that you now Chicago might get you, but Detroit and Charlotte. I want a two game winning streak. Uh, that's not too much to ask, even to these guys, even this turnover machine that is the San Antonio Spurs. Because just remember, it wasn't that long ago that that Buck game was fun. No, it wasn't that long ago. It was last Thursday. Well, it feels like forever ago. No. It, it was fun. It mattered. The The announcers were into it. Fans were into it. The it players was on TNT. were into it. Shaq and Kenny actually watched the game. Because normally those guys don't watch the game. They're in the back eating and on Instagram. I needed that dopamine hit. I needed the NBA to matter to me. And have it matter that to the point where other people cared other than me. Very true. No, I think this is one of the things. I heard Brian Windhorst say, from here on out, Wimby versus Giannis should be on national TV. This every, is from Win- Yeah, this is from Wendy. And I was like, you know what? I kind of agree. Every day. Every, every time they're out. And it... And above and beyond that, I want it to be competitive. We've so, we've been browbeaten and horsewhipped to the point where, do I dare expect to win? Do I dare care? Yes, I need two wins this minutes? week. I need two wins this week. That's not too much to ask. I'm sorry, it's not. Wednesday and Friday, Detroit on the road, and then you get Charlotte at home. And Charlotte is awful, okay? They're, they're just as bad as we are. If I'm asking what my next fix is, I believe that I want to work with Devin Vassell on his shot selection. What's wrong with his shot selection? I don't, he takes I don't have some a of problem. the most difficult threes of anybody in the league, man. I, I, a dribble here, a dribble there. Go go watch some James Harden tape. Go watch guys. Jason that knew- Tatum takes some weird threes, too. A lot of these guys, man. when you're the guy on the team, Rob, they all these dudes take some bad but, but, threes. They but, all do. But, but what they get better at, and watch what Tatum did when he was really good to better, was learn to get out of that. I'm not saying don't take the three, but get yourself in a better position to take him. He ha- he forces him into himself into taking the most ridiculously hard. Sh- he takes hard shots. Guys with it in his face. I mean, coming at him. They're, very rarely do you get Devin squared up, 
smooth, and he hits a lot of these. But my oh, yeah. gosh, if we could just get his life a little bit easier, and maybe that's coming from guys making more shots elsewhere, to, where that three that that help side is charging at him every time he pulls up. But I think if I'm looking at the next fix, and I think having a point guard in there will help this. Mm-hmm. Is get Devin some easier shots because our best player is forced to do some ridiculously hard things a lot of times. Yeah, he did. You know, I feel like um, I agree with you, but I do. I also feel, and while agreeing with you, I feel like that's that is the NBA we're in. Guys taking bad threes. Yeah, well, you're, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's to the point where, like, keep in mind. This is the same organization that told Pal Gasol and LaMarcus Aldridge, hey, I'm going to need you to extend your range out to the three-point line. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, either you change with the times, a la Nick Saban. Like Nick was like, he hated the wide-open offense, but he had to change with the times. Pop is on record saying he hates how much these guys shoot threes in today's NBA, but he understands. It is what it is. The analytics show us. And it's so stupid. But the end of for I don't know how this MIT nerds figured this out. But even if you shoot twenty seven percent from three, it's better if you still it's better if you still take that shot. Over the course of time, you'll make some, and you're going to win games. That's what the analytics tell us. And I want him to keep shooting. I don't. You I'd know, ra- look, I'd rather him shoot. Look, I, no, no disrespect. Kelvin went three for six from three yesterday. I'd rather him be shooting it than that. I'd rather Vassell be taking a bad one. I would. I think it's incumbent upon Wimby to understand the difference between a kick to Sohan, a kick to Devin, or a shot now will get Devin open later. If I turn and I drop one on whoever's guarding me, mm-hmm. I, I po- put him and two things are going to happen. One, you're going to get an easy bucket, but more likely as you stay in this league, you're going to be shooting a free throw. And the, and the the sooner you understand that whenever you do that, it will pay dividends for Devin next play down, three minutes down. But the next time you get it in the paint, I guarantee you help is coming. They're coming to help. And one of those guys is going to be open. That's when you make that kick. But you have to be the threat first. Well, have to be. Yeah, I agree with that. And let me bring your question full circle. The next fix now that I think about it, Rob, get rid of these veterans that you're not playing. Like, if you're not going to play them, why are they there? Like, Doug McDermott got a DNP yesterday. <laughs> Between Doug McDermott and Devontae Graham, they're averaging nine points a game together. Devontae Graham is averaging 9.7 minutes per game. Doug is averaging less than 16. Why are they here? Why are they here? Are they Again, is, is their role... For, are they um, chaperones? Are they chaperones on the road? Are they the well, are they are they the nutritionists? Well, there's something. Are too. they the financial advisors because they're not here to help on the basketball court? Well, well, but there is something that I mean, we saw it with uh, help. Miami Heat guy been there forever. Donis Haslam. You Donis Haslam. He's there to he's there. To, hey, don't do this on the road. Don't eat that. Put your ice on. Is that what their role is? I remember. I think there's something to that, though. It seems like McBuckets is getting paid too much to be a mentor. You know what I mean? Why are they here? I, I remember asking Devin Brown, and this I was joking. He was playing with the Nuggets at the time, and uh, he was playing with 
at the time, it was kind of a joke for how long he had played. Uh, former Fab Five Michigan, now head coach at Michigan. Jawan. Jawan Howard. And it was kind of a joke. Jawan was like in his 19th year and still playing. I was like, what's it like playing with that old dude? He goes, let me tell you something. Jawan Howard taught me how to be a pro. See? So and maybe that's it. That he prolonged and improved my career just by the way that he put, you know, that he handled himself. So I do think there's some value in that, but and maybe McBuckets is kind of fulfilling that, but that's an awful lot of money and a role that we feel He's like a we kind of need. He's a defensive liability. Oh, but this is the thing, Rob. The whole team is. Well, somebody got to be a buyer before you can sell something. The whole team is a defensive liability. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Like again, I uh, other than their chaperones, and they teach guys how to what what to eat before and after games. I don't know why Devontae Graham or Doug McBuckets is here. Hey, Dh, what's the uh, trade deadline? Is it February the eighth? The eighth? Yes. So we're a month out. We're a month out. I, I do think deadlines make deals, and I I I firmly believe Rudy that yes, there's a for sale sign up. I, it better I, be. I, it's just a matter of who's calling and. Well, I know you got to you know you have to spend the money, but what, I would just. I don't know. It just, just doesn't make much sense to me. Just like Trey Jones not starting didn't make sense to me. And we got called, you know, Pop made fun of us for telling them what to do, and then he went and did it. Must win on Wednesday. Not, not a midterm. No, they got to win Wednesday. And, and, no, and Friday. I need a two-game win streak. That may be the only one they get all year. I need a two-game winning streak. There is no reason they shouldn't beat Detroit and Charlotte. No reason. If we're if we're trending in the right direction, and Pop keeps telling us how proud of these guys he is, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, hey, we're, "I'm proud of them. They competed hard. They couldn't do much more." Okay, well then, beat Detroit and Charlotte. That's all I ask. That, that's all we the, ask. I'll leave you alone the rest of the season. This is where we sit. This is all we ask: beat teams that are of the equivalent. Yeah, that's all we ask. Everybody with ten wins or less. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? Detroit and Charlotte are saying the same thing we are, Rob. Yes. The people in Charlotte, guys on Charlotte Radio are like, we, we better be San Antonio. And they have every right to. And they have every right to. And should expect to, quite frankly. Right. And we'll continue talking to Silver and Black. We always want to hear from you. But we got a poll running about the uh, Cowboys. Do they have reason to be afraid of Green Bay? Hit the poll. Go to com. Hit the uh, YouTube feed and check us out live. Coming back, let's look around the NFL. Does Green Bay scare you? And the Deadpool. Let's look at them that might not be employed by the next sunset. It's R and R, and we're talking NFL next because that's what we do here on R and R. It's ninety four one San Antonio Sports Star. That's appropriate. As playoffs are here, and we got you covered front to back. You're listening. You can listen right here. KTFM, KZDC, twelve fifty AM, ninety four one FM. NFL playoffs live. All the way to the Super Bowl right here on San Antonio Sports Star. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. We are done with the regular season. It flew by, but here we sit. And the uh, the fallout has begun. Arthur Smith was fired before sundown yesterday. And Black Monday continues. Here we go. According to Adam Schefter of ESPN, Riverboat Ron. <laughs> Has been let go. He was a sitting duck. We already knew that he was going to get fired. So shout out to Ron Rivera. Great guy. I know the Blitz had a chance to interview him up at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in Phoenix last year. Great guy. But, you know, he was dealt a bad hand. He got a regime change. That's not his. They're not. He's not their coach for the new ownership group. Now, the question is, Atlanta, 
Washington, Chargers. Can the brother be in and we get a job? Oh, he'll, be, he'll get a job. He's <laughs> or get a job. do the commanders keep him? Uh, if I'm Atlanta, I stop at nothing. Now, since he, now this came up a few weeks ago, and I was like, I don't know. But now that Ron Rivera has been let go, there's a loophole that the enemy can go and fix what's going on in Kansas City if he wanted and to. do what? I don't know. <laughs> like go better, sit in his old be office? A, be a better play caller than they got up there right now. No, I, I just wonder if they are there, is that even on the table for Washington? Because keep in mind, the enemy isn't their guy either, speaking of the – I don't want to call it the Magic Johnson group because he's just it's one small percentage Harris, of it. Harris, this guy's name. Whatever he is, I don't know, Rob. What I, is what, or is what, what does Washington do? At what point? At one point, I think up until like week ten or week eleven, Sam Howell led the NFL in uh, touchdowns or yards. He, he led you the league what? in some. passing yards. It was passing yards. But, it was garbage yards. Though. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's <laughs> enough for me. Seriously, it's Sam Howell. Sam Howell. At least at, at they're drafting past a, quarter, a quarterback. They're drafting a quarterback. Absolutely they are. But this is the thing, Rob. When I watch Sam Howell, I don't think he sucks. No, I don't think so. And I think he's a product of an offense that's appropriate to him. I, he, he can win just like Baker Mayfield. He's Baker Mayfield without the name. Yeah, so who do we got? We got the Panthers job. Panthers job. Chargers. Chargers. Falcons. Falcons. And uh, now Washington. I'm going to throw Jacksonville in there. You're not nah. fired. Wait, wait, no, oh, did I say that? Do you want to fire Doug? No, seriously. Let's let's stay here. Do you want Doug? Is it Doug Peterson the problem? It's too soon, but uh, we got a real he might be the, the, Rob, what Jason happened to Garrett Bell problem fast? over there. Well, I agree with that. Uh, I don't know what to make of what's going on in Jacksonville, but I do think there's some extenuating circumstances with them. Well, let me let's let's but let's go, go shameful, ahead. shameful. What what happened in Jacksonville? There's no excuse for what went down there. Um, well, let's go down the list, Rob, because it is Black Monday. Let's uh, we'll just only go to the ones that's questionable. No need to go through the whole league. Uh, Jacksonville, uh, Doug's safe. I wouldn't fire him yet. He shouldn't be fired. But I can certainly. I would have a a a, a pretty stern uh, end of year review. Okay. Robert Sala. I can, how can you fire this dude? Easy. <laughs> hey, Rob, we're going to go in a different direction. But what, what, <laughs> what, the one with Aaron Rodgers that I was told I'd be able to take? You built your whole team around Aaron Rodgers, and he got hurt four plays in. So you want let's vote on it. We want to call Robert Sala safe? I, I don't think he's safe. He has a bizarre fixation on Zach, and he should have let that go. And the Jets owner already said he's safe. He he did say he's safe. He said he's safe, but that we know that can change depending but on who becomes available. Robert Sala treated Zach like uh, Michael treated Ryan. Well, like, I, knew, I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, the thing it. is, he knew that that's who he had, so he had to keep his confidence up. Now, same guy who let uh, Flacco leave. I'm going to chew on that for a second. Um, but no, he's Rabel. safe. Vrabel, nod, nah, keep him around. What else? Vrabel's safe. Yeah, I, well, I think he is. Well, you know, wait a minute though. He does have a GM that's relatively new. The one that got fired for trading AJ Brown. They bring in that other dude. Um, okay. I, I, I don't think that the GM is bigger than Vrabel. I think Vrabel's bigger than the GM there in Tennessee. And he kept them competing. Bill Belichick gone. 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 But not fired, right? They're going to allow him to quit. I, I don't know how it's going to I end. I saw. I saw. Robert Kraft leave the game early yesterday. Did you see that? Did <laughs> yeah, y'all well, see that? 
Like after they threw a last intercept. No, it was after uh, Brees Hall scored. Robert Kraft told his girl, get up, get your stuff. Let's go. I'm not watching this. <laughs> I'm not watching this no more. It's over, man. Um, I don't know how they're going to write the obit, but it's it's out. It's out. Is uh, Surfboard Pete safe? Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah, he did a lot with not a lot. Okay. Matt Eberflus, Chicago Bears. They don't, I mean, Justin Fields said goodbye. Like, what he was like, hell? hey, just in case this was my last. I was like, damn, I think that was that was him saying, get me out of here. <laughs> like, dude. I was uh, like, when I watched it, I was like, damn, bro. What do you know? <laughs> I was like, we well, don't. yeah, he was like, yeah, just in case. I know Derrick Henry did the same. Well, I got that. Derrick Henry's like, man, don't get me up out of here. Just so please, please free me. And Dayball. Dude, did he save his job yesterday just whooping the living lo- I mean, that was a, an a beginning-to-end arse whooping, like a back alley, take that with you. I think that was enough. But was was he? who, at the end of the day, was responsible for signing Danny Dimes? The GM. That's the guy that needs to be fired. If I if I'm if I'm owner, <laughs> whoever that is, if I'm looking, okay, we got to make a change. That's messed up, dog. Who, who's the dude that signed Daddy Dimes to all that money? And told Saquon we ain't got no. Yeah, money. And, and Saquon's like, I would love to be in the Giant Hall of Fame. Of Gi- yeah, Giant fans the seem opportunity. To, yeah, Giant fans seem to think he's done. Speaking of uh, Saquon. And at the end, while we're talking, now it's not today, but we're talking about playoff teams now. And there are some teams that are playing with house money that no matter what happens, uh, coaches probably get a raise. Or just uh, just keep their job. Well, I think, shoot, if, if the Texans win a playoff game, you better lock up D'Amico quick. For a long time, for a lot of money, he's just like a quarterback, man. This dude is a franchise changer. They're not beating the Browns. No, nah, they but I'm, and, and Stefanski, he wins. Yeah, he does. He's done a great job. Hey, you better lock him up for a long time. But that's not house money. Well, it kind of is house money for hmm. Cleveland. Yeah, because it, this is like you lost Chubb, you're on the sixth quarterback, you got a 50-year-old playing quarterback. No, this house money for Stefanski now. Clarence Hill Jr., who will join us tomorrow, he tweeted out, Uh huh. when asked directly about Mike McCarthy Cowboys' future, owner Jerry Jones said, quote, we'll see how each game goes see? in the playoffs. Is Mike McCarthy, we asked this question we asked this last, last week. week. See, we're way ahead of the curve on this. We said, Mike McCarthy safe if. Dude, I can't imagine. I literally cannot oh, Rob, imagine that something. he would, after winning the division, after doing this, after cutting Dak's interceptions to nothing and having him MVP caliber. Rob, if Jordan Love walks into the house that Jerry built and beats the Dallas Cowboys as much as we love him, this ain't me. I wouldn't fire him. I think the I team plays. Imagine. Jerry. If he loses to Green Bay, Jerry is going to fire him. Mike initiated. If he loses to Green Bay, I think he may be even be safe in the divisional round, depending on who the matchup is. Because, again, well, you wouldn't be playing San Francisco regardless. But if he loses to Green Bay, Jerry's going to get him up out of there. My my Book question it. would be, and I know money covers all problems. Ask golf. 
But if if you can get fired after winning 36 games in three years, mm-hmm. if you can get fired for taking over the play calling and turning an average good quarterback to a great quarterback and with MVP caliber play calling, you turn the the draft pick like CD Lamb, you, you take the pick and you turn him into this. And you can still get fired. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't would, agree with you. I would never work the, for a guy that would do it. I wouldn't do is, it. This is the business of football. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I think that he has a team that runs through a brick wall for him. He has a great relationship with all his stars. He's made something out of, you know, a look at what he's done with Dak Prescott. To take Dak Prescott, bring him in in the offseason, say, hey, you can't do this, that nerd, and we're, we're going to be what we want to be. No, I would not fire him. But if he loses to Green Bay, he's gone. Just no, the business I, of football. You know what? I will give you if he loses to Green Bay, he's gone. Maybe that it's still the Cowboys, still but what about, what about the next? What about this? What about grass? Oh, wait, you went on grass. Now what about team with good record? Oh, you beat one with a good record. On the road. What about playoff or home win? Without that, you don't get to stay. We'll move the goalpost yet again. Though I began this argument thinking he absolutely deserved to stay. But you go down to Green Bay and by the numbers the on goal the poll. Is Super, the, the goal is Super Bowl. You're right, Greg, grunge pup. It is. It is Super Bowl, but is it Super Bowl or bust? I honestly think if only if he loses this, I think the only way he actually, I say the divisional round he would be safe. I think the only way he's safe, Rob, is if he gets to the championship. Speaking of the NFC. Now, if he loses to the boogeyman, I don't think they'll let him go. Now I think it's NFC Championship game because we have uh, the opportunity to see two home playoff games. Now you're costing Jerry money. <laughs> you're, you're costing home gate. Yeah, no, I think I think the only way he's safe is if he gets to the NFC Championship game. I and, really mean that. And I don't think it's fair at all. But I think that's the only way he's safe. That like mm-hmm. for Jerry to say that that's like that's not by design. That let that he put Mike on notice, which is why Mike came to the podium talking about I'm not taking part in y'all's drama. I don't give a damn who we play. We got to win football games. This is the playoffs. Like he understands because the thing about it, Mike understands the business he's in. He won a Super Bowl in Green Bay, and then his co- his quarterback started throwing him under the bus, and everybody blamed him, and he got fired. He understands where he is. So I, I look, I respect it. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, Jerry, tell us how you really feel. Like, we'll see how each playoff game goes. I can't, I just can't imagine a scenario, but it is eminently feasible. And if the, if the loss is as bad as you get the sense it would be, if it's due to clock management issues, if it's due to being overly penalized, if it's due to pedestrian offense, yeah, I can see it happening. I, I, I could see. It being over. Yeah. But once you do that, I just can't. I, and like I said, money whitewashes a lot of problems. But I can't imagine taking a job after they fire McCarthy with three consecutive 12 win seasons. I, I, I'll say this. Eddie, uh, Go ahead. Uh, we with, got breaking news. Uh, uh, Sean Payton should be fired. Uh, no, he's not going to get fired. I'm Stop it, Joe Ryan Nagel. He should be. Uh, let's, let's, hear, let's hear this uh, three thing. When you pass on CJ Stroud and you go with Bryce <laughs> Young. You get canned. The Panthers have done away with their GM after three seasons, firing Scott Fitterer 
And look, let me tell this you. This guy. No, well, hold on He's now. a serial killer, time man. Out. This dude is responsible for a variety of deaths. But time out, man. First of all, it shouldn't be Bryce Young that got him fired. It's Frank Wright. Yeah. It's hiring Frank Wright yeah. that got him fired. That's one reason. Like, I'm not giving up on Bryce Young yet with that that pool of feces that he was playing with. Did y'all see what Bryce, the offensive line Bryce Young was playing with and the coach he was playing for yes. and the receivers he was throwing to and the running back he was in? Bryce Young is fine. Bryce Young is going to be fine. No, he's not C.J. Stroud, but C.J. Stroud came into a well-oiled machine that knew what they were doing, knew exactly who they wanted to be, the right coach. Everything was in a much better situation for C.J. Oh, Stroud. Let me tell you, the, the odds tell us right now, the odds tell us by past and past performance is not indicative of future returns, as many investment guys have told me. We are. Um, they're turning. They're getting, Bryce got to be real careful or he's going to turn into Baker Mayfield. We're now on uh, offensive coordinator number two. Uh, we will be on to head coach number two. Uh, you got a brand new owner who is uh, uh, all about failing fast. You better be careful, Bryce. You just put got yourself put on a different train track. And speaking of the train out of town, oh, another one hitting the dust. Bob Myers, former Warriors GM, uh, ESPN uh, pundit now, yeah. and what he is joining the Washington Commanders. <laughs> Why are you pausing like that, Rob? No, I'm down. He's Why going not? to join the GM. He's going to join former Vikings GM Rick Spellman in the front office. So, so Bob got to be a numbers guy, right? Because he's not a football guy. So he's a this numbers is about guy. stadium. He built that that palace in San Francisco. This is Bob about that Myers? brand new building. Bob Myers football? is over that. Yeah. Well, in football, nothing. This is about money. He built as the general manager. He built that palace. That Golden State. What did plan. he have to do with it? Because he drafted Stephen Clay. I'm oh, he's like RC. Think of oh, think okay. of Bob as RC. He he was far more than just basketball to that franchise. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he oversaw the expansion of a brand that was literally a joke, like the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob Myers in football. I, wow. Magic also knows him. Heck, they run in the same circles. Money makes money. Magic don't know baseball. He does, <laughs> but he's the owner. That's different. Well, uh, this, That's different than day to day operations. This dude, all he's doing is building a stadium and creating fan in, involvement. This perfect. That's a good hire. Well, he got out of Golden State at time. We're gonna talk NBA fast break later because it's time to blow that thing up. And, and what do you know? Chris Paul is out for six weeks with something broken. Dude is a he's a China. He's it was a China doll. But anyway, but back to football. It's breaking the Black Monday has been crazy so far. It is only it ain't even eight o'clock. Uh, we expect with before the day's end. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick uh, will be announced. Do you, I think Belichick is due his own day. Oh, if I'm crap, I, I ain't in a hurry. You're not going to put him in this group. You probably no. do it like on Wednesday, right? I, I might even get about a week or two. I'd let the I'd let everybody kind of settle in. Let's go to the playoffs and announce it when everybody's paying attention. So he gets the accolades that he's due. Now that doesn't mean he's done, but I you can, if you're gonna do this, you better do this as delicately as possible. Robert I'm gonna let, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I have the same sentiments about Greg Popovich. If I when I bring in Belichick, I'm Robert Kraft for the exit interview, and I say, "What do you want to do?" If he says, "I still want to coach," I let him. 
I let them. Because this is because this is this is the this is the slope that we gotta. No, you're right. You gotta tread lightly on this slope because if we feel that way about Belichick, how can you not feel that way about Pop? They're, I think they both earned their right to walk away when they want to. And keep in mind, Pop just did a five year extension. So I, I'm just saying, I'm just because they're two goats. I'm lumping them together, but Pop has nothing to do with this. Pop's job is safe. But again, if I'm Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick tells me he still wants to coach this team, I let him. I do. Because, again, right now with the personnel he has, nobody fixing that. Okay, so Nobody's my question, but that. you've made a valuable point. But the, the personnel, he's the one who went and got him. Oh, damn. There's that. So and here's <laughs> maybe the conversation is, <laughs> all right, that. man, um, you can coach, but you can't GM anymore, man. I, I, deal. I, we, I stand up, I shake his hand, and I say, hey, you know, let me know who you're going to bring in. That's fair. You no longer can shop for the groceries. You no longer can shop for the groceries, but I'm not. I'm gonna let you coach as long as you want. Would you think less of Belichick if he said yes, or would you think more of him? Like, you know what? You're right. I I obviously do not have the eye for talent I used to. I can still coach. I know that. I just can't pick out the dudes that can do what I need them to do. I mean, Pop ain't a GM anymore. Well, we can look at the talent that's been drafted over the last couple of years and ask kind of the, some of the same questions we're asking about. I mean, there's easy ones. But all in all, I'm not sure we the drafting quality's been the same. Yeah. No, it hasn't. It's been awful. It's been awful. Anybody else that's gonna hit the streets today? Six five six three seven seven six six five six ESPN. There's a Bears coach that might need to be questioned. Get Ibufus out of here. Get him out of here. Hey, Justin Fields don't want to be here anymore. I'm hurt. Like we're supposed to break up with you. You can't break up with me. Hey, it only took 12 games, but he's coming back. Let's talk about the I NBA. Know. Draymond returns. Hope the anger management went well. You're on R&R. This is 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It's R&R. Here on San Antonio Sports Star. I thought it was going to be 20 games. I really did. I thought that Draymond was going to be forced to go away and serve not just penance, but punitive time. Like, not only do you have to go and get some counseling, but you need to go put your nose on the corner and pay the price. No, nah, man. Know, they're grown men. And, I, and, and you know what? He completed his anger management classes. This ain't about punitive. This is about paying the Paying your time, and he did it. What he ended up with twelve games. He's not immediately back. They got to get him back in shape, evidently. But um, uh, time served. Here he comes. Was it long enough? You know what? I, I'm not mad at him anymore. <laughs> so maybe it was. But again, NBA, you get what you tolerate. Hey, Amen. I mean, so I don't think it was painful for him to never kick a guy in the nuts again. I can tell you that. <laughs> Draymond is crazy dude, man. Well, they need him back because Chris Paul broke his finger. He's out six weeks. The team looks awful. Kaminga hates Steve Kerr. It says, oh, I don't think, I don't know if I want to be here. I don't get the play. So then Steve Kerr lets him play 36 minutes the next game. It's a mess. Steve Kerr's on a, you know, expiring deal. Bob Myers is a commander. Bob, see, I give Bob this. Bob understood that that boat had a leak. And Bob was like, "Oh, I, ain't, I, 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 what I created was fantastic. We got four titles and a new stadium. I'm out. 
It's, I'm not going to be around here for this thing. The moment the co-pilot comes and goes, where's the parachute? Yeah, it's time to go. The moment, I'm not saying he's the pilot, but he, he had a lot, had a to, lot do to do, with, do with it. The moment the co-pilot is looking for the parachute, go find a parachute. Yeah, it's over. It's time to blow that thing up. This is what it's time to do. Steph, bring Steph in. Steph, bring me a wish list. <laughs> I tell Steph to bring me a wish list. You know how much money they're spending already. You know, well, what? first of all, Clay didn't sign that extension, and that that's gonna that does help. No, well, yeah, what, what helps the team? It don't help Clay because he's never gonna see that money again because he's awful now. He's washed up. He's done. Those are the injuries. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. I tell Steph to give me a wish list, and I get to work. Now I'm not gonna get. I'm not again. It's called a wish list for a reason, which means you're not gonna get everything on there that you want. But I go on there and I try to and I start trying to rebuild with veterans around my star and everybody else kick rocks. How long do you think Steph has? Well, considering he just shoots four or five years. Yeah, yeah I think it's worth rebuilding. Hell, I just him. saw LeBron take off from the free throw line. <laughs> That's really the answer. Did you guys <laughs> see LeBron? Hey, we'll talk about a little after 8 o'clock, but on the other side, the NFL gumbo has percolated down to playoff lines. Let's look forward. I'll give you the times and dates of the NFL playoff games right here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Talk. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the foul oh. with a left hand oh. slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R and R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning, a Monday edition, a championship Monday edition, as it is a college football championship kind of day. Gay, you should go to a Roo Pub to celebrate. That's where the Blitz will be today. Get there early. Game will be going early. We'll get off there at 5.30, get you all ready for it. But the uh, the festivities will go on all evening long as Michigan and Washington go at it. The game you can catch live right here on the Star. Uh, we're talking uh, college football in about 30 minutes. But first, uh, it is Black Monday. It is <laughs> the way end of the regular season. It is the beginning of a brand new work year for a lot of folks. Uh, news is breaking pretty quick. How many coaches have we lost so far this morning? A.J. Smith and Ron Rivera. Done and done. But we done. lost Frank Wright also. We lost a lot of Brandon Staley. And Bob Myers, former Warriors GM, joined the Commanders. So I guess he's going to. Help bring in the next coach. Yeah, um, and, we, and I was wrong on his job responsibilities. This, there's defined him. He's going to be part of staffing. Yeah, he's going to. So they'll use the enemy for their Rooney Rule interview, <laughs> and then hire somebody else. It's like, hey, come on in here, man. Sit down. What's your plans? Yeah, hey, how you been? Appreciate you, man. You did a great job this season. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch. Yeah, yeah, we won't move your parking place. Uh, Saturday, three uh, thirty, Browns and Texans. Uh, well, that'll be followed on Saturday on a streaming-only game. Huh? Peacock. Uh, only way you can watch that, it will be streamed no. on the Peacock. Yes, Dolphins, Chiefs. Don't want to scare anybody, just prepping you. 
but I, I, it's got to be somewhere else. Well, there's a lot of people probably went and found uh, HBO Max to find anything on uh, Ken's because I understand that fight's still going on with DirecTV. But if you're looking for the Dolphins Chiefs, you better be able to stream because that's all you get. On Sunday, we'll start the day early with Steelers Bills. Uh, the Packers Cowboys will be at 3.30 and the evening game will be Rams Lions. Monday night, we'll get a Monday night playoff game as the that's Eagles stupid. travel to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. Boy, I'm going to enjoy next Monday night. That's going to be. Well, I'm stuck, Rob. Hold up. Like you said a whole lot after it. I'm stuck on this Peacock thing. Yeah. The world is changing. Now, the face of the, is, is Patrick Mahomes still the face of the league? Yes or no? Yes. Why would you, is that why you doing this? Yes. Because it's like, okay, well, this is a way to drive traffic to I don't know if it streaming. was an or, a preordained. We are going to get the AFC yada yada game. I, I would assume that was what it was, and let the chips fall what they where they may. That's how I would deal with. Oh, it if I was so the you NFL. think this was predetermined by like, hey, this slot is going it, to Peacock. Peacock, whether it's the Chiefs want, or whether it's Buffalo. I want Tyreek Hill versus Patrick Mahomes should be front and center broadcast on terrestrial NBC. everywhere. Yes, yeah. I don't even know if I have Peacock. That's why I'm warning you. What? See, I'm all for change, Robin. I'm all for moving forward. Let me be old guy right now. Can I be Joe Rodnagel right now? <laughs> it's what? true, man. No. Under no circumstances should Patrick Mahomes be on Peacock. That's NBA TV. You know in the playoffs where they put the game on NBA TV and that's the game that, no one cares about? Yeah, that's, the... that's how I feel about this. And I know what world we're in. But I'm going to be old rocking chair guy on this. No. Well, you imagine Bezos going, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> no. This is unacceptable, Roger Goodell. And it's, it's oh, oh, Miami has no chance. Oh, it's it, going to be frozen. It's going to be zero? Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, the Chiefs win by 50. It's going to be frozen. The, the Dolphins can't play in cold weather. You think Kelsey's old ass will be able to move around in that? Yeah, you, you got Tra- Taylor Swift skinny ass to warm him up. <laughs> You and I both know that ain't the case. Peacock. I'm telling you, the world is changing, streaming. That's why whenever we're... That's dumb. Like yesterday. First of all, I couldn't get on the group chat during the game because I was behind. You know, you get behind and you <laughs> It's the worst. Of, having to walk I don't the wanna, dog. Yeah, I don't want to go, you I don't go through 50 messages. And look down and see what's going on. But even when we're all on it together and I'm streaming, I'm probably... 45 seconds See, behind. so you don't look because you don't want to know what's going to happen. I'm behind. Yeah. You guys are ahead of me. Like by sometimes 30, 45 seconds. Like I'm fast forwarding. Like, did I, am I lagging? Did I look, this is what, this is what, you know, if, if Minix is doing play by play in the chat, the Cowboys are playing well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time he does play by play in the chat. Boom. Dak. Michael with the sack. Down go the Eagles. Like That's the only time Jason's in the chat. When they're getting their ass handed to him, that's Jason's phone don't work. His phone don't work. He's busy. He's making stuffed pork chops from Tri-County. You know what I mean? Like that. But when they're doing well, boom. He was busy yesterday. Dak, what a drive. Like, get out of here, bro. Come, where were you during Miami and Buffalo game? Couldn't find you in the chat. But no, I'm 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 stuck on Peacock. What's your what's your thoughts on Houston season? 
it I'm has. talking about from the higher. From, remember, they threw a parade for D'Amico Ryan's. Like literally, uh, literally threw D'Amico Ryan's a parade, and we're like, damn, they wanted D'Amico. Well, turns out that parade was was warranted. I can't in in my recent memory think of any franchise in any sport that had a better year. All the all around from all the around. draft, the hiring of D'Amico, the hiring of the staff. And, and keep in mind, you measure success depending on where you are in life. Okay. I mean, yeah, they didn't you know, every team talks about the Super Bowl, but they knew Super Bowl. That's silly. So let's right. what what is an appropriate goal? And whatever the, the appropriate goal that they said by January the eighth, or by the time this season is done, what do we want to have accomplished so that we can say that step is taken. What is next? They took that step back in November. This is house money. This is as good as it could have been considering the adversity they went through, considering yeah. the injuries. And they have this seat of the pants, almost everything going to explode at any second kind of play to them because they have a quarterback who is who has aged in dog years. He is Dude. an old soul. A couple things on CJ. Number one, in a must win. Essentially a playoff game. You go 20 or 26, Just 264, icy. two touchdowns. But I remember in training camp, Rob and I, we were making fun of the Texans because they kept telling us that this kid was a <laughs> yeah. Hall of Famer, but D'Amico wouldn't name him a starter. He's the real deal. But every time I see him, I'm like, dude, CJ looks 12. <laughs> when he's... He cried. I, first of all, I didn't know like you could get so attached to a, a team this early. He cried in his post-game interview yesterday. I literal, didn't see that. Literal tears. Dude teared up during his on-field. What was the question? Uh, well, like, like, just, uh, they were reflecting just on the, the enormity of the moment that he had done. Reflecting what he, on the season. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, house money. This it, uh, No one goes into the offseason with more steam. With more optimism, I don't care, even Super Bowl champ, than, than the Texans will because they're yeah. only getting better. Yeah, I'm pulling for them, but I don't, I look, I'm not, oh. gonna, I'm, not I'm pulling for them, but That'd I don't, be, I don't think, I don't think they're going to beat the Cleveland Browns. That being said, you're right. It's going to be, yeah. but will we be shocked? No. Uh, that's yeah. a, see, that's a, that's a, that's a media trick. What you say is, no, I don't think they win, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. I think you know, that's how you, shocked. that's how you cover yourself. It, the, the Cleveland defense is eating raw meat. <laughs> Those dudes are mean. They're, they're this is the best defense playing. Oh yeah, I no, mean, no, no that, that's not even up for debate. And that's including Baltimore, who you know, I don't know what you make yesterday. Oh, that, stop! I mean, that yeah, who cares? That's a blood feud. I appreciated the way that they promoted that game yesterday because it it had that sense of a district high school district football game amongst two guys, two teams that were good but not great. Right. But had had something to prove. It was a fun football game to watch and uh the outcome of that is the Steelers get to travel to play Buffalo. Buffalo takes care of Miami last night, though. Yeah, Buffalo um ended the season really strong. And now you get a game at home, but you know, Pittsburgh is playing really well. They again, they found something in Mason Rudolph, but I'm just looking at the storylines. You get Tyreek going back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Green Bay and Dallas, obviously, because of the McCarthy ties. The Rams swapped quarterbacks with Detroit. Philly and Tampa, I don't really see no storyline there other than Tampa could possibly win that game. What do you make of – I? you know, I've, I tried to watch some of the Eagles. I didn't watch one second. 
I didn't watch one second of that game. Now, I didn't know if the Eagles were really trying or not. Do you see Jalen's hand? That finger was mangled. <laughs> now, like, this is like, it's just one thing on top of, like, they say poop rolls downhill. Philly is evidence of that. Like, they need, they, they need a break. I think it'd be almost best to, for them to lose versus Tampa and just get the hell away from each other. It is a mess. Remember, like, five weeks ago, Rob, we're like, Hey, well, the Cowboys got some things to think about because, you know, Phillies, they're going to win out. Remember when we had those talks? Oh, Phillies going to win out. Cowboys have no shot at the division. Remember, it was like a 2% chance at that time. And here we are. Uh, is Nick Sirianni a product of his initial round of hires who has now been exposed because his coordinators have all left? I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna be fair to Cowboy fans. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give Jalen Hurts that pass. I'm not. He got paid. He's been to a Super Bowl. You don't. You don't get to use. We ain't using that excuse for Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's had twelve coordinators. All right. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that have had multiple coordinators. I'm not gonna let Jalen off the hook. He was awful this year. He was awful this year. Let's call a spade a spade. He sucked this year, and it would be unfair for me not to say so. And I, I'm not giving them the court. Dak Prescott has a new coordinator as well. Does this absolve Sirianni? No, he's at fault too. But I mean, he got he has enough equity. Were you coming off of a Super Bowl? Now they fired Doug Peterson after winning one. Well, what happens <laughs> if they roll down to Tampa and retread Baker Mayfield? Takes him to town. What happens there? I don't believe he should be fired. No, he I think he's fired. got enough credit, but he's, yikes, man. This is a collapse he, of biblical proportion. I would hope his GM understands he's dealing with a, a weird locker room. Speaking of things that need to get fixed, what? I wonder what you do with that locker room. You just run it back and hope for the best? This is the, this is the scary part about having a dynamic wide receiver. You hope they never go A.J. Brown. You hope they never go Terrell Owens. You hope they never go Antonio Brown. But right now, A.J. Brown is being Antonio Brown. He's being Terrell Owens. He's he's cursing people out, blaming people, showing people up, and then coming to the the, the podium the next day and saying, I'm passionate. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're all our pa- We're all passionate about some AJ. You don't get to be an ass because you're passionate. I'm so passionate. hopefully after C D gets his money, that won't happen. Well Draymond Green, he's passionate. He's back. Spurs went down. Let's look at what happened yesterday, what to look forward to. There's a huge game around the bend on Wednesday. No. Is, is it a GED test? Is it a midterm exam on the way to what we expect? We'll look at what we've seen over the last couple of weeks, an uptick in fun. And don't forget, in 15 minutes, we're talking college football championships. As we sit, the Pac-12 is 1-3 in, in national championship games, having lost really? three straight. Will they get off the schneid? We'll talk about that at 8.30. But next, the Spurs continue to struggle along. We'll tell you how it went next here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Talk. Good morning, everybody. Joe Reinigle here coming up on the Blitz. The Cowboys have done it. They've secured the number two seed in the NFC. Now it's time to focus on the playoffs. We'll talk a lot about that when we're live out at the Roo Pub. We're there because there's a national championship game taking place tonight. Who you got, Michigan or Washington? We're going to talk about that as well. But, fellas, i got to ask you, do either one of you have the stones to take the Huskies tonight? 
Stones? I don't think it takes stones to take the Huskies. So either. A what puncher's miss- chance, right? For sure. What's the line? Uh, well, Somebody give me the line. Pretty. Now, keep in mind what I'm looking at is uh, 24 hours old. But you uh, can tell we're not gamblers. A gambler will be able to tell you right away. Yeah. We don't. We're not big gamblers. Uh, what do we got here? Um, a four and a half. Michigan at four and a half. Total 55 and a half over. I don't know uh, about the over under. I don't know how that's going to play out. That's but a if, lot of points. If if they got Michigan four and a half, I'm taking Washington all day long. Uh, now again, I suck at betting. As pledge, I owe my chicken fried steak dinner. I got to get him that. Um, Michigan has a 74 percent chance to win, according to ESPN analytics, and that's by nine points or better. Yeah, yeah, I have the stones. If I was a gambling <laughs> man, I'd take Washington to cover that. I might take Washington money line. I think they win this game. Does the team with the best quarterback always win? No. Yeah. Most times. Because they do have the better quarterback. Right? Yeah, they do. J.J. McCarthy's decent. He, he, he plays his role well yeah, for them. Good. How tall is Corum? About five, one, two, two. He's tall, a little bit taller than Deuce Vaughn. I wouldn't want to tackle him. We'll talk about it in just a couple of minutes. That is indeed a championship day, a day celebrated with uh, those at the Rue Pub. The Blitz will be broadcasting and live getting you ready for uh, championship Monday night. Are you going to uh, go have a Wimby burger? I, I may. It's a, We're kind of getting things back into gear around that casa. Oh, yeah. You got that wolf there. You can't I leave got, him there that I long. Got, uh, <laughs> I got responsibilities, Rudy. You know, the all this rain just makes things that much worse. Uh, Spurs spent, uh, I wonder if they spent the night in Cleveland. Uh, I hope not. Had an early kick. If y'all forgot, they did play at noon yesterday as the NBA NFL was winding down. Yeah, the Cowboy game was so bad. I was like, okay, let's watch. I told my, my five-year-old, she watches TV with me sometimes. I was like, let's watch the Spurs. She's like, cool, let's watch the Spurs. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm glad I flipped over because the Cowboy game was terrible. Not because of them. What time did Cleveland play? The football team. Were they at three o'clock? No, it was the noon. So the NBA Scheduled the last regular season. It lets you know. Exactly. I wonder how many Cleveland fans were watching the Cavaliers. Uh, come Just from the behind, ones that got free tickets. Hold the lead. Come from behind. Hold off however you want to parse it. Take a late win uh, after a uh But Cleveland rested pass. everybody, though. Yeah, no. The Browns, yeah. So it's cool. They, anyway. it, maybe that was enough. But the, right. the Spurs went down last night yet again, and I think they're focusing on, a, on an entirely different subject. I think they're looking forward. I think what? they had their eyes pointed to Detroit on Wednesday night. <laughs> I need the only one. Again, I got two wins this week. They beat they beat Detroit Wednesday. They beat Charlotte Friday. Bigger news we'll go from there. for Golden State. Draymond returning or Chris Paul leaving? Draymond returning. Chris Paul getting hurt. That's par. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I don't wish injuries on anybody, but it's just he's been broken down for a long time. Every year something strange happens to him. Can I say that very quietly and secretly in the back of my spur brain, I kind of hoped that we'd make a move. For Chris Paul? For Chris Paul. I thought it would be kind of poetic that he could close his career down, not with a lot expected of him, and give him an opportunity to kind of... Uh, well, until he got eventually would have gotten hurt here, they would be better. 
I mean, we saw what he did with that Oklahoma team four or five years ago. We took them to the playoffs. Well, we're they not them, no and he ain't him, right? Anymore. Not that, not that. But it, they would have been Wimby would be better. Yes, and I, in my heart of hearts, I thought, you know, I've never been a fan. There's been a lot of reasons and a lot of things, but yeah. a lot of water under the bridge. And I know what he could bring to this team. It would help. It would have mattered. Now, does it make them playoff caliber? No, they're not going to be Oklahoma City. But it felt like that would be an easy get. They're they they're done. They're they're, they're cooked. Ooh. Golden State, it's done. That's, that that whole agree. story is written. Um, so that a great run. Yeah, and, and Paul will be available. I, you know, the salary's a, a mess, but that's not going to happen now. Draymond is imminent to return. He's not immediate. They're talking about getting him in game shape. Kerr's done. He's not getting along with his players now. Kaminga hates him. They haven't done a good job of develop. You talk about a team that hasn't done a good job of developing their youth. It's been Golden State. They've missed. They missed on Wiseman. Looney's like, ah, Kaminga, Kerr, whatever reason, hates him. They got Jordan Poole up out of there after he was supposed to be what I thought was Clay Thompson's replacement. They chose Draymond Green over Jordan Poole. There was a, a poll that's sitting around on ESPN Plus. Ask a variety of pundits and failed and I have fired, a poll in my face. Uh, <laughs> fired general managers. Who uh, should be and who is on the training block? Who are the most likely names to be who seen we got? moved? You got names like... Uh, uh, R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly already have moved. R.J. looks comfortable in Toronto. He dropped 37 last night. But he still could pass through. There's Zach Levine always hanging around on the outside. I'll take him. Um, I'd like Zach Levine in the uniform down here with Wimby. Uh, there's, after that, it's all... No-name guys. Well, DeJounte has been mentioned. As, his name's kind of floating around out there. But that does, I saw that. That's not anything for the Spurs to be a part no. of. It's not like there's a lot to be gotten. So when you think about what are the Spurs going to do, it's going to be guys that are at the end of a bench that are, are wasting time and, and uh, are running out of contract length. And It's not going to be pretty, whatever they No, do. they're not. Again, all their moves, real moves, real like as far as like future moves will be done in June and July. You Trade deadline, up. they may do something here and there, but it won't be anything significant to the future of the team. You brought up R.J. Barrett. He's looking good. Looks great in Toronto. He's from Can. He's a Canadian though. Ah, he's at home. He's getting some poutine. Yeah, yeah. He, he's at home. Better weed. <laughs> legal. I'm, I'm told. Legal. I'm told. I've never been to Toronto. And, it's on and, the bucket uh, list. Evidently, I have to pay for the doctor. You have to pay for the doctor. And uh, there's maple syrup flowing from every fountain. No matter where you go, there's just maple syrup I'm everywhere. Yeah, and flannel. You have to wear flannel. And where's Niagara Falls? Is that at the edge of Toronto? It, it, you look across the river, and you're looking at—you're uh, not really looking at Toronto, but you're—you're—you're you're, you're, you're looking at Canada. Oh, okay. Did you ever go check out the Von Erichs this weekend? I have yet to venture you see? out. You—you slacking, dude? I watched the Golden Globes last night. Uh, one, one, I will say this as we go to break. I know we owe you one. We're talking college football in a second. Who you like? Poll is up. We'll tell you why. And some very interesting numbers behind this game that you might want to pay attention to if you're betting. Uh, I Globes. think in the modern era of awards, okay. the more interesting category is no longer movies. I think the more interesting category to, that, that really affects my life is the eight-episode, one-off 
series. That to me has become the most interesting genre in entertainment, not why? the movies. I don't know. This is what you're into. I'm just well, I'm just saying when you watch the Golden Globes, I think because you know, people went away from the movies for a while. So a lot of those ideas might have been stretched out and and improved over eight episodes instead of two and a half, three, three and a half, four mm. hours. That that the uh the atomic bomb movie that won all kinds of awards last night, Oppenheimer that movie's like three and a half hours long. They I'm not watching that. Well, see, that's why I think they're, they're making these, they come up with these movies, and they go, well, you know what, we could stretch this into eight episodes. Oh, gotcha. And I think that's a more interesting category for it's me. It's a anyway. better way to get me. It is. It is. And you look at who was competing in those versus best movie, those had much more interesting stories and and did it, Jennifer it, Lawrence win? I liked her movie. She did not, and there was a lot of reasons why we liked it. And go Google Merkin, and uh, we'll take a break. Uh, coming back, once you're adorned in a Merkin, we're going to talk some college football. Who's going to win tonight and how? It's your last chance to win some money. We'll see if we can help you. This is R&R, and you're on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. Top of the morning to all at the bottom of the hour. That's a nice the, the, lease the, you got. Is that Christmas gift? It is. and it, it, it's, nice. it's one of those like Nike lab kind of things. It's weird material. Is it itchy? It's kind of on my neck. It is I kind see. of itchy. It, it, it has, it's giving me itchy vibes. It's, it's got a weird like, like. It's nice, but it's giving me itchy. It's real thin, but it's made to like keep you warm. See, the collar gives me grandma blanket vibes yeah, too. You it's know got what I mean? a little bit of puff to it. And uh, if you want to see, go to our YouTube feed, and you, you'll see that it, while it, 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 I think it looks quite nice, it's rather itchy. you got to make sure you're shaved. Well, it's nice, though, because I know, look, I know what Nike gear costs. It ain't cheap. This was, a, uh, you think I'd buy this as a gift? <laughs> <laughs> it probably came from an outlet store somewhere south of Waukegan. The, uh, Where's Waukegan? Illinois. I, I don't know why that. You know why it came to mind? Why? On my, on my Netflix feed, it said movies that you might like. And, and the first sh- one was uh, Blues Brothers. Okay. And yeah, you know, I, you know, I had to. Okay. Because Netflix told me to. And then uh, right next to it was uh, Monty Python, Life of Brian. Anything interesting? So, any series interesting you watching right now? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Um, man, there's there's a lot that are, that's out right now. Uh, we're enjoying Fargo. Fargo's been oh. really good. So we're behind because again, we heard about how bad it was. Not bad, but how. Maybe inappropriate it was. So we never watched it, but our daughter was gone. Our teenager was gone for a while. So we finally tapped into Euphoria. <laughs> and my God. I, I, I feel like I shouldn't Dude. be allowed to watch that. It's Rob. just it's too much going Rob. on. Yeah, too much going on there. i never seen so many teenage schlongs. Yeah, there's a lot it's of negativity. teenage schlongs. Yeah, a lot of fun. Like, it's fun weird. Serenity. I'm like, no, Tati's not watching this. Yeah. Like, and I know she's already advanced and she knows way more than I know, but it's just... Euphoria was deep. Well, like, it was like, Euphoria is like, I'm like, whoa. It, this is a bit much. I'm like, are high school kids going through this? See, uh, our generation, you know what our generation's uh, porn was? Other than porn? Because we Greece? didn't have access to it. No, no. <laughs> uh, on, on HBO, back in the day, they used to have a show I called like Real porn. Sex. Oh, I loved Real Sex. See, Real Sex was, Real sex was awesome, Our dog. Euphoria. Yes. It was that because you they knew interviewed this random up. couple, and there was all kinds yeah, of weird. We just weird, did it in the cab. Yeah, it was all kinds of weird. <laughs> that was back Real in the late eighties, early nineties. It was dope. 
We had I love that. that show. Kids today have the euphoria. Same network. Euphoria is but, euphoria is it's all it's scary. If you have a teenager, you're like, there's no way this is going on at teenager parties. No way. Come on, Rudy. I wasn't doing drugs, Rob. All honestly, I'm not just saying that because on radio, like I wasn't in high school going to parties and doing drugs and depressed. Um, good. <laughs> well, <there's... laughs> hey, Ryan. He was like, "Well, good for you, Mister Goody Two Shoes." No, no, no. I was. I was going to say something <laughs> that that that's very unique to What's up? because my experience was, and this and this is a broad scope, and yeah, it's not the. We weren't rich enough to have those kind of problems. That's the thing, right? See, so this show is based on some bunch of rich kids that have we access. Didn't, we to, didn't have enough money to we, have we pulled, the problems they had. So my buddies maybe could pull together five dollars and get like a dime bag. Yeah, that, of some dirt. We that weren't was it. wealthy enough to get hooked on coke because my God, we couldn't afford. I mean, what I'm saying is, right. we we had our own problems. Don't get me wrong; things were rough, but. We, we weren't rich enough to deal with the euphoria problems. <laughs> okay. So I don't identify I with those saying. problems. We had our own issues. I see what you But saying. I think back then we were a little bit more. This was when they were making Cheech and Chong movies. It was a very <laughs> different time. Yeah, I know. Cheech. We, we went and saw a movie called The Last American Virgin. We were raised on Porky's. Porky's was bad. So our attitudes about sex were shaped in a very different way than they were. I mean, our generation. Yeah, then there's that. But then this generation has access to everything in the world on the palm of their hand, and we did not. Oh, the palm. You're right about that. See, and it's funny we're talking about kids and parenting because, you know, Ryan here, our digital hero, he has a newborn, and he's talking about all the problems. Like, I don't want him on the iPad. I'm like, bro, let me tell you something. The world is The real problems don't happen until they say, Hey dad, I want to go to a party and Dave's going to pick me up. Yep. That's yep. when the, yep. that's when the real, like, you know, like I'd be laughing at these parents like, Oh, I got to keep on this schedule and <laughs> no McDonald's and no too much, too much screen time. Dude, that is a breeze. When they start talking, when they start, especially with me with girls, when they, you know, they, the makeup comes and the boy comes and she starts to get a booty. That's, that's like, when hey, real, pro- like, Hey, the, the problems like, dude, this is enjoy this, bro. <laughs> The problem is teenagers. That's when the real parenting starts because you got to give them a little bit of leash, but at the same time, you're like, the problem with do that. I, I like where how, where do you draw the line? That's where the parenting comes in, bro. This part is easy. I promise you. I, I will tell you in my experience, <laughs> if you build the right foundation, it's not as hard as you think. True, and you're going to look back on That's it and true. go, it could have been a lot worse. Very true. You know what I mean? But given. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. No, say it. I'm just saying, Euphoria is a difficult watch. I can't imagine sitting in with my teenage daughter right. watching that. No, game. she didn't watch it with us. It was just me and my wife, and we we're just looking at each other like, "Oh my god!" But you're right. We don't got the money for her to. Yeah, those, those problems. Purchase are... fentanyl. It's <laughs> well, that's a whole other level of, of, of frightening. An entire level of frightening. Uh, who you got tonight? That's really who I got tonight. We started. We started. It's. You know, Washington. Are you excited about tonight? Let's be realistic here, because the the, the playoff preface, the numbers were through the roof. I mean, the the, the Alabama Michigan game mm-hmm. was a massive draw, nearly thirty million. I mean, it, yeah, that's crazy. It was as big that's as crazy. they could have hoped for. Those are two national brands, though. Now the Texas Washington game, not so much. It was the late game, but you do expect a fair amount of Michigan fandom to come out of the woodwork tonight to kind of bolster the viewership. I do think this is going to be one of the probably top 10 viewed football games 
Uh, 25, 30 years. To answer your first question, yes, I'm excited because Michigan's really good and I love watching Washington play. So, yes, I'm excited. Do I think it's going to be 27 million? No. Only way we, only way they get to 27 million is if you have a game that comes down to the last three minutes because that's where the ratings kick in, fourth quarter, last three minutes. So if we have a close game and people's FOMO kicks in because of Twitter, yes, they'll get to 27 million. But if it's one of those games that's really not that close, it's really not that good of a game, no. I don't think it'll be Bama, Michigan. When, uh, I'm checking right here. I want to check something real quick. Now, if it would have been Texas, Bama, part two, we may have got 30, 40 mil. So the NBA's playing tonight. No one's going to care. The NHL's playing tonight. Jason Minnix ain't even watching that. You don't think they could have cleared the schedule for one night? You think the NBA should care about college football championship? Well, I mean, just. We got 82 games to play, Rob. Well, I mean, they can play them tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, I just find it interesting that. Miami and, I think and Houston the, are going to go at it tonight. And, I think the NBA realizes they are such a distant third. That doesn't there's, matter. Because there's NFL, college, and then I guess you could go back and forth between basketball and football, and hockey's a distant fifth. So basketball understands, like, even if we took tonight off, no one would even notice. They did give us one game. The Celtics-Pacers game does look interesting at the very least, but everything else is trash. Now, I'll the, tell you this. The, the Celtics and the Pacers are pissed. Yes. They want to they watch the game. <laughs> they want to watch Washington and Michigan. I find it the, the arrogance. Uh, like it, we're going to go ahead and play. We well, you know it's the national championship game, but you know we got we got we got fans. Yeah, and for those Plenty. that have tickets, you're going regardless. But when you buy them and you schedule to go, oh wait, that's that's Monday the eighth. I think I'm going to be busy. Are you excited? You didn't answer your own question. I'm. I get the feeling you're indifferent. I get the, the feeling if something cool came up and you're, if someone said, "Hey, Rob, I got a, I got some tickets to go see uh, whoever. Want to go? You go." This isn't a letdown like last year. What was last year? Remember, we were hoping TCU could figure something oh, out. God. We, we, were Ru, we were at Ru Pub. Yeah, and every, the game. The the TCU fans left at halftime. The Dugan effect, and, yeah. and we saw all that. We didn't realize they just cracked the Michigan about code. Right. I, I think that there is a potential for this game to be a whole lot of fun. Because I agree. the way that Washington believes they can win a football game, even when they're way down, because that's all they do is come from behind. So I think if it's a striking distance game, going into the middle of the third, one of those things, it could be a lot of fun to watch. But I, I just feel like Michigan is too deep at every, every position. Like If one guy gets tired, the guy coming in behind him is as good as anybody Washington's got, other than... Quarterback and wide receiver. I, I I think the running back's bad foot is a problem that they've not really talked about. Remember, he limped off the field to close the game out, oh, and he's right, been hurt right, right, most right. of the second part of the season. I think that that loss is going to make it really tough for a team that I want to win. I'm pulling for them. I want them to take that Pac-12 title and put it up on the wall and know no one will ever do this again, which might be enough. Looking back at one, two seeds in the CFP title game, Rob, 2015, Bama was two, Clemson was one, Bama won 45-40. 2016, Clemson-Bama rematch, Clemson won that game. And then Clemson-Bama again in 2018, Clemson destroyed them. And now we got Michigan versus Washington. I forgot Bama and Clemson played three times. And Man, those games were boring. Let's hope something comes out of that that's a little bit better. How much are they going to talk about Michigan's program tonight? Because by every measure, this is an outlaw program. 
You know, at first, when you were first talking about this, I I thought it was much to do about nothing. But when I got to thinking about it over the past week or so, the fact that we have a coach that's been suspended twice in one season is a is a bit troubling. It's a like I I can't remember. I like this has to be a first. Like I can see a coach being suspended for one, you know, a couple games or something like that one time, but to get suspended twice in a season for two different things is weird. And I don't. And I and now that I think about it, Rob, you brought this up last week. They didn't make enough of it. It was almost like they were kind of protecting Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. He means a lot to college football. He means a lot to the. Because remember, 10. during Spygate, we they just de- we destroyed Billichick. We destroyed Belichick for Spygate. We destroyed Sean Payton for Bounty Gate, and they were suspended for it. And we talked about it a lot. With Harbaugh, it's kind of like don't ask, don't tell. Ter- and then you couple that with the rumors of him possibly going to the pros and him not signing an extension and him hiring an agent that deals specifically with pros. We're just kind of like, hey man, we're giving Harbaugh like the the pop treatment, like, hey man, don't ask him. You know, you're gonna get you're gonna get cussed out. So. It is a tad bit weird. I thought you were making too much of it, but no, it's not enough is being made of what's going on with him in that program and his future. And at the end of the day, I mean, it's bad. That guy, what's his name, Stallions, purchased tickets to dozens of games from Big Ten schools, four non-Big Ten teams that were in college football playoff contention and were playoff contenders, as well as tickets to both 2021 and 22 SEC championship games to record the signs. Toward the end of October, a former Division Three player and assistant coach tells ESPN's Dan Murphy the Stallions paid him a couple of hundred dollars and provided him with a ticket to the Michigan home game to record future Wolverines opponents and upload to a shared iPhone photo album. What? Also had a guy dressed up as a Central, is it, was it Central Michigan? Yes. Coaching garb. That also, uh, that's just one of the investigations. The other was a, a three-game ban um, for uh, recruiting issues and taking his team down to Florida. Is that what this was? Something like that. Which, you know, see, none of these things are really. I, I, I don't want to say not wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, he went too far. I'm trying to defend him, and there's not. There's no defense. No, and the only reason why we can't defend him is because it's like there's one thing to steal signs. There's a whole other thing to send a guy in a in in your enemy's <laughs> uniform and put him down on the sideline like the stones of the dude who was actually doing that. That's a whole different thing. But, again, regardless of what he was suspended for, he was suspended twice in the season and is on the verge of winning a title. At some point 10 years from now, are we going to vacate this title because something else came out? Or will we vindicate him by saying everything he did is okay? Well, then there's that. You know, because most of the things that, that got coaches in, in trouble <clears throat> prior, now it's not only accepted, it's encouraged. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, Rob. Or if you're not paying, you're not winning. That too. And there's, really, if, really, when we're paying kids a million dollars, what everything everything should be off the table. Everything should be on the table. Penix can play himself into a number one, a number top ten pick, top five pick, oh, God. second or third quarterback at worst, taken off the board. Now where they fall, I don't know because it depends on teams' needs. But 
he should be at least the second or third quarterback. No worse. Maybe, depending on who you ask, maybe even the first. In the uh, Scroll back up. In the mock draft, according to USA Today, uh, Caleb Williams remains number one headed toward the Bears. Uh, the Commanders like themselves Drake May. New England likes them Jaden Daniels at three. Arizona likes uh, Marvin Harrison. Harrison. Let's see, where do we get another quarterback? Um, J.J. McCarthy coming in at 13. A little bit Before higher ranking. Penix? Which I find a little surprising. Is it because of his knee injuries? Well, I was going to take a tack. Do we... Is this only guys that's that are expected a, to go or guys that could still declare? No, these are guys are all declared. They've all declared. They're, they're, they're yeah, coming they're out gone. regardless. Right. So J.J. McCarthy will not be coming back to Michigan no matter what. I was, I was curious if the success or failure of Michael Penix would affect other quarterbacks, whether they stay or win or not. Well, affect yours. This class, that's, this that's, class affected yours because there's so many guys coming out this year. Yours is like, look, if I can come back, win the job, and have a better year, I can make you know ten million more dollars because the NFL draft is slotted. So if McCarthy, who evidently is a first round draft pick by this, I don't. That's crazy. If he has a bad game, does that help yours, but, or is yours right. destined to be a third round pick no matter what happens? Well, first of all, that's Bleacher Report. Edwin pulled up a Bleach Report yeah. through a mock draft. Huh? Bleach Report, I'm, they're better at graphics than they are at news. Oh, I was screw their news department. I'll go, I'm going to look at Kuiper's or look at McShay's. I'll look at theirs before I look at Bleacher Reports. Denver Broncos at 12 taking Penix. Well, they got to take a quarterback. That's Bleach Report still? Oh, gosh. No, I like Bleach Report. They're good, con- good content. Anyway. Don't get me started on Denver. Hey, coming back. What, you want to fire the coach? Fire that co- fire that fool and year? draft Penix. Yes. I'm telling you, this is this is the dumbest possible move is to let Russell Wilson walk away. It just the, the search is never ending, and you've got one in the building, and you'd rather have an old coach who you barely know. I, you barely know. Why am I just now hearing this, that you thought Russell Wilson was done wrong? I didn't know that. I didn't I know you felt that way. I don't think he's done enough wrong to be treated the way that he's been treated. That there is still enough in the tank to go chase something that you thought was there. It's still there. You just have hired two coaches who have no concept. None. I thought I thought the job of a coach was to put the players' talents in the best position to make your team successful. And it doesn't appear that's Sean Payton's motive by any stretch of the imagination. That he is intent on tearing Wilson down, not building him up. And I think that's a fatal flaw for any coach, especially when you're spending that kind of money on both of them. It behooves you guys to get the hell along. Yeah, he he really made, the way he showed him up and the way he's done him, it really made it seem like, yo, this ain't my fault, it's yours. That's the only part I have a problem with. Like, you, you pretty much said, hey, Everything that went wrong this year was Russell Wilson's fault and not mine. And if Peyton had been in Denver for eight years and had won conference titles and had proven track record, and or if he was in New Orleans and dealing with Russell, say, this way works because we have done it here with these guys. But Peyton just got off the bus. Damn. And the first thing he did was call out the other coach. First thing he did. Let me wipe my LASIK and see if this is not Joe Ryanagle sitting across from me. Nope, it's Rob. <laughs> It's Rob. I had to make sure. No, it's Rob. Well, the, what made me so mad is I'm looking at all these quarterbacks that teams are desperate to go get, one of which has a Super Bowl winning quarterback standing there. They're paying half a billion dollars to, and they're going to let this guy walk and they're paying all the money so they can draft Michael Penix.
it's not good. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel like that's the appropriate thing to do. But you know, Denver fan. Hey, Tim, Hot take that. from Rob. I can like. I dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I didn't know that. I, well, I remember you sending in the WhatsApp like, "Hey, dude, I'm steaming on this Denver situation." I didn't think it was this. Well, I, well, that, my point there was I did, went off on my wife saying that, and, and she, she looks at like, me what? like my dog looks at me when I say, "What are you doing?" Just kind of turned her head sideways and like, "Okay, I appreciate your passion." We appreciate your passion. We do. We do. And to reward such passion. Coming back, we have, we will delve very much deep into the world of professional football. But first, it's basketball time, and we have but one request. What's that? Wimby, will you shoot the damn ball? We're talking NBA. We're talking Spurs. It's R&R here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. O six hundred. What's the O stand for? Oh my God! It's early. Wake me up! Wake me up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake me up! Oh, wake me up! Wake up! Rob Thompson. Ginobili the other way in transition to the oh. with a left hand slam. Oh. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R and R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's already nine o'clock. The day's slipping away from you. Get busy. Don't mind him. Break lights. We'll get you where you're going. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. It is a championship kind of Monday. Uh, we're getting ready for a fine football game in college football played in Houston, Texas tonight as uh, Michigan and Washington go at it. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, the Spurs uh, spent the evening in Cleveland or the afternoon in Cleveland yesterday losing late 117-115 going to Detroit for a Wednesday night clash of the Titans, a winner-take-all grudge match, a chain gang chain match. Chain gang chain match, okay. Like the Von Erichs used to. Oh, have. I forgot about those. Those were pretty cool. Every now and then, you get a good cage match. It seemed kind of like real blood back in the days, though. Uh, they, I think that was real. I think wrestling. Back in the day, it was real. You ever see where they do the razor blade and they cut cut themselves? That, or that alone catch is worth up watching. That, that alone is, is worth watching. How important is the game? Real? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is all about. Is it more important for them to just beat a team because they're better? Is it more important for the fans to just see a win, maybe put a win streak together? I actually think you and I and maybe about 40 YouTubers are the only people watching. Pledger swears up and down the, 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 the newness and the loveliness is worn off and no one cares right now, especially because the Cowboys got a chance to get to the NFC Championship game. Like You couple this horrible record with the fact the Cowboys look like a true contender, you get indifferent. Like somebody calls you and says, hey, man, I got a couple tickets. Keep in mind how much the ticket prices have dropped as well. That's true. It's true. The the, the peace of mind that will, well, the peace of mind. There's no peace of mind here. But, you know, we're to the point, all we can ask is, you know, be competitive, stay close, and beat the teams that are worse than you. And Detroit, by the numbers, are worse. And there's somebody, there's a station on right now in Detroit <laughs> saying the same thing we are. Like, hey, yeah, they got two more wins than us, but we've been more competitive. We better beat the Spurs this week. Three games 
in with uh, Trey Jones as the starter. And returns have been as good as we could have could have hoped, right? I mean, well, I mean, as good as we could hope would have been some wins. But he did prove to be what most Spurs fans knew that the Spurs were missing. No, he proved to be better at point guard than Malachi Branham and Jeremy Shohan. That's what he proved. And now, again, the bar isn't that high. Right. The bar in that high, but he's a much better option. But Absolutely. It, it was a fix. There was a, there was something that occurred, whether it be time, whether it be practice, whether it be accountability, whatever. But a change was made that appears permanent now. We've got a couple of games under our belt, and Trey has been announced as a starter. Doesn't mean minutes are bigger. Just just applying them at a different time. I think that the move for Keldon uh, to the bench, while it hasn't been personally you know perfect for him, I think for the team, it has mattered. It has helped. It, it helps in the sense that now you don't have, and we never really thought we'd be in this position here in San Antonio because it's always pretty much been a kumbaya thing, like nobody really cares. But it just helps everybody get their shots, like Keldon, Devin, and Victor. Like, you know, if I can split you guys up and get you stagger you guys, we're not fighting for shots. And again, that's not even, I don't even, it's weird even having to say that when you're talking about the San Antonio Spurs, but it is what it is. And, Keldon's taking the microwave role. That's always going to be my favorite six man, Vinny the Microwave Johnson, because he just comes out the bench and he immediately starts shooting. And I, I think he likes the role, and I think the Spurs like it too. Now, again, he did, he could be a little bit more efficient, but I appreciate the aggressiveness. I'll tell you what, that's the role we all would just absolutely I wouldn't mind it, especially if I'm finishing the game. Again, I don't care about who starts. If I'm in the game, I want to be in the game in the fourth quarter with two minutes left. That's who you know who 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 the real starters are. Victor's turning into a point-a-minute guy. He's averaging right about 25 and 25 a night, and his blocks are up. He's up to about five. He had five uh, yesterday, and he's he's hovering around there as well over yeah, the last five couple. blocks again. Yeah, he had five yesterday, and right at uh, you know 24 minutes, 25 <laughs> points, right in in the midst of that, and they were appropriate minutes and appropriate time. So we've got three things, four things, that I think we can all agree on that Devin Vassell continues to be the most uh, important consistent player he ain't or the, let's say he's the best player on the team as far as nba skill set wimby's improving Keldon's found his spot and they've got a point guard what is next on the tick list of things got to get right get rid of people that you're not using does that collins count as this is his no. absence by injury enough to say maybe it's not that important no i like zach i okay. think zach's a good fit for this season well i'll talk again in june to july but for this season i like zach what he brings to this team I have no problem with Zach being on this team right now. Uh, Chetty Osmond. Love Chetty. No Chetty can stay. He matters. Chetty can stay. He's fine. Uh, we get him some mini tacos. I'm good with Chetty. Doug McDermott. Get them hell, hell out of here. Time to go. Get him the hell out of here. He's a defensive liability. If you're recording DMPs at 50 years old, then why are you here? Other than to be a chaperone on the road. Now, we are looking at a team that uh, I think Charles Bassey was going to play a role and a continue. Well, Barlow's got role. those minutes now. Barlow's big picked up the, the bat, what role Bassey was going to play, and I think he's done a fairly decent job as well. Is that enough? Fairly decent? Yes. On a 5-30 and 30 team, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should what I'm getting at, is it worth the experiment of keeping him around in Barlow and Champagne and those guys that, you know, best-case scenario, they're – Gary Neal, or is it more, or, you know, do you? The thing I'm going to do, considering I didn't know what the hell was going on two years ago, the thing I will do for Brian Wright is 
trust that he has a plan. Because when you got you, you sent Derek White away, you got rid of Dejounte Murray, and it was all piecing together so you could you know tank for Wimby. At the time when in the moment when it's happening, I'm like, wait, what the hell's going on? Why are they getting rid of Derek White? He's one of the, they just paid him, and I couldn't see. So what I'll do for Brian Wright is I'll trust that he has a plan. Oh. They have to have a plan going into this summer, Rudy. With every passing day, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I am losing. And they're going to get a great, and they're going to get another great draft pick to go alongside of Wimby. Like we keep, we keep forgetting about that. Like they're going to have another top five pick. Two, well, they're going to possibly like two three, in the, two in the top ten. But as we sit right now, I'm just not sure that with every passing day that I trust the fact that we've got the right guy making those decisions. And, and until proven otherwise, it's going to continue to gnaw at me that, um, yeah, okay, we're angling for draft picks. Do I trust the guy making the decision to make the pick? Because Wimby was easy. He selected Jeremy, right, at nine? Mm-hmm. Which, when we look at things that need to be fixed. Nine through 14 is tough for anybody. Anybody can miss nine through 14. Look, I mean, we had a – 30 teams miss on Jimmy Butler. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, anybody can miss after nine. Like, there's a certain few picks that are like, okay, those are surefire picks. After six or seven, it's like, hey, it could be this guy. It could be that guy. So, I'm not going to fault him for that. I mean, we could get Even Pop the- missed in the draft. Yeah. Malachi, Blake, Luka Samanich. Hey, man, uh, even players mess up, too. Uh, what's the guy that we're not allowed to talk about? Uh, well, no. not Kawhi, but the uh, the guy who the, the primo, the flasher, primo. That that's four. That uh, that's what he I, is. I'm just saying, looking two out of ten, and when we're talking about potential of European guys, I'm just where what I'm getting at is there's not a lot to look for in the trade deadline because we don't have a lot to offer. Or do we take Bronny so we can get LeBron? At this point, you want to do it at ten? Take Bronny, get LeBron to play Wimby play for you a year, make some money. Want to do it? At this and develop point, him. At this point, no. Why not? But things haven't gotten bad yet. I can't. Although, uh, let's not get <laughs> lost in the name. Bronny's playing well. Bronny is a legitimate. He don't look like a pro to you. He's a legitimate second round draft pick, and has just as good a chance. Because he don't look like a pro to me right now. And he he just had a heart attack. And he spent a year away from basketball. I'm telling you, he looks like a second round draft pick with an opportunity to play in the NBA. He's not as bad as I thought he was going to be. And I've seen only two games, but I'll tell you, he plays defense like his dad. Well, if the Antetokounmpo brothers can be on a team, Bronny can. And I think that he could be, well, I mean, and not only be on a team, but I do think he can do some G League things and, and provide some minutes just because he understands. And I think his dad's instilled in him, look, if you're going to play in this league, you have to play defense first. And he's doing you know that at SC. Considering I don't know when this thing is going to get better, Rob, I'm not against being the sideshow. I'm not. Now, I may send Pop into retirement early. Well, the- <laughs> but because if, 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 if we're going to win 10 games, then let's be a sideshow. Let's draft Bronny and sign LeBron to two-year deal. But let's be a sideshow. But aren't they already a sideshow? Isn't Bronny enough of a sideshow already? Especially if they start keeping things 
within five points every night. You don't think that Bronny James could turn into a better player than Blake Wesley? I have no doubt in my mind. Exactly. So why not? And get LeBron on the way out. Well, that would be that number two. He said he wants to play with his son. Somebody's going to do it. And it'll go in the top ten. I don't know about that. You're drafting Braun for a year or two. That, that's and you're just getting a you're signing a contract with Bronny, but you're getting a couple of one years with Bron. That's a pretty good draft pick. Did you see him jump and dunk yesterday? You see that? Yeah, I wouldn't mind having him right Might now. Be four or five more years left. Just shows what kind of money the investment can pay off in the long run. He spent a million dollars a year on his body. Yeah, a million and a half. If you would like to spend two thousand and twenty four dollars on your body, we can give you some money to do that. It's uh, go to sasportstar.com right now and get signed up for our New Year New Cash in twenty twenty four. Get it. $2,024 in 24, 2024. How you do, do you win? You go to com. go to the contest page and sign yourself up. And while you're there, click that link and go to our YouTube feed and watch us live because we get dressed for a reason. Hey, coming back, let's talk some uh, football. How much does Green Bay scare you? Jordan Love has really turned the corner. We'll hear from the head coach of your Dallas Cowboys. He's not going to get involved in that kind of drama. But we will look at it anyway. Cowboys, Packers live right here on San Antonio Sports Star. You can catch it going at 2.30 next week and talking about it next right here on R&R. This is 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It's R&R here on San Antonio Sports Star. I think this conversation is worth having, Rob. It is. And it's one of those that, as Cowboy fans, and I will put myself firmly in that group, and when do you allow yourself to go, yeah, this is, this is a team that's worthy, that, that should, if they do their business, take care of their business, win a Super Bowl? When do you start to expect? And accept it? It's so, it's so hard. We were just talking in the break, and I'm like, you got the leader in field goals in Aubrey. You got the leader in INTs in Bland. You got the leader in receptions in CD. You got the leader in TDs in Dak. You have a Micah Parsons who's a top five defensive pass rusher. What's wrong with what, what's wrong with owning it? What's wrong with owning it and looking at looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, "Damn it, I think they can win it all," but because it's been so many disappointments. But when you really look at this team top to bottom. And what they've accomplished three seasons in a row now, and especially for this season. Why won't you allow yourself to say it, Rob? I I think I was watching on Saturday or Sunday on the ESPN Get Ready Show, whichever it was, and Jeff Saturday was on, and Jeff said, you know, to win a to to win a championship, three things need to be part of your team. Okay, and one of them was health. He's like, health, you just got to be healthy. To, to expect to win it all without health. You're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Of and, course. And the Cowboys obviously. got it. So far, so good. I mean, little things, but in a whole, on the whole, they've, they've been. The other thing is fortune. That sometimes you just got, it's better to be lucky than good. You got to have good fortune. Oh, and, there's luck in it. A little bit here and there sprinkled. And, and, some, and it matters. It does. You want to be on some nights. Winner's attitude sometimes just creates winning when there was no win to be had. Just because you believed it was going to happen. Some of this Washington huskiness tonight that sometimes teams just believe it's going to happen and they will it some way. 
And then this talent, you just got to have all the horses. You got to have coaching. You got to have all those things kind of rolled together. And I'll tell you, as a Cowboy fan, the moment they snuck the hell out of Cowboys Stadium with a win against Detroit, it was stolen. That was ill-gotten game. That was not a win. It was You were beat. It was almost three losses in a row, right? But it was the good thing. It was the good luck. It was the Cowboys finally landing on the side of good fortune instead of bad. Where when it was 50-50 and most of the time in Cowboy lore, at least in our psyches, it's going to go wrong if it's going to go anywhere. And this time, it went right. And when it went right as a Cowboy fan, that was the moment I let a little bit of it creep into my brain. You know what? This has gone from, it's not probable. But it has certainly become very, very possible. And Jimmy's in. And that might be part of the appeasing the football gods. I'm not above that. Right. You know what I mean? What's that? I'm going to steal it from the office. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Not super, but little. So I, I'm not. You appease the football gods and you stole a game. You, you outright, it was a mistake. You had no business winning. And you took it home. That only happens to winners. Winners win, losers lose. That's what they do. But it's the Cowboys. And that will – but it's always so going to be the gotta, Cowboys. Gotta let it's it, always going to be a moving goalpost. Always. They just run, won a road game on grass. Well, now win a road game on grass against a winning team. Yeah, that's what's next. That's what you got to do. I mean, but again, that wouldn't happen until. I just think Cowboy fan needs to allow themselves until about 6.15 today. To what? That 24 hours of, I think this can happen. Because it's coming, Cowboy fan. Stephen A is loading up. Oh, the nobody's are the coming. Are loading. They're going to be like, ah, I don't give it. Now, they could beat, they could beat curb stomp Green Bay Sunday. 30 to 0. Now what about to come? Nobody's going to care. Everybody's going to say, you know what they're going to say? I don't care about what Green Bay does. I'm worried about that team in the Bay. That's right. What are you going to do? Exactly, that's all we're going to say. First of all, they got to handle their own business. They have a bye this week, but nonetheless, you, you, you see me working. Nobody's going to care until they get, unless they get to Vegas. And because I think we're allowing ourselves a bit of optimism where we are unaccustomed to, I mean, Cowboy fan is always optimistic. Don't get me wrong. But this is one of those in our heart of hearts where you start thinking, the last time I felt like this, the Cowboys were 13-3 and with a rookie quarterback. And I thought, you know what? Now, we had our hearts ripped out. You had one that of those. Was, that was unfortunate. That was just third and 30 and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and, and nothing they could do about and it. And we're coming back to the scene of the crime. <laughs> but that ain't Aaron Rodgers. No, it ain't, it ain't Aaron Rodgers, but that team is wearing yellow pants, and at least one of those coaches will be standing at least on our sidelines as a Cowboy fan. This begs the question, as we sit at, on Black Monday, and we already have uh, three coaches that have uh, taken the plank. Uh, Ron Rivera is now gone. Uh, Arthur Smith is, is now gone. And uh, do we have another one that is officially gone yet this morning? Well, there's a couple of uh, position coaches and OCDC kind of things. Right. Uh, the uh, Washington Commanders have hired yeah, Arthur Smith is gone, and who do we leave out? Oh, Ron Rivera. Those are the yeah. two that are definitely gone, and we expect as Black Monday continues more to follow. Uh, could there be an imminent Black Monday for Mike McCarthy? I think optimism breeds heartbreak. 
If, if the Cowboy fan like me gets overly optimistic going, this team is that good, and they stumble, whether it's against Green Bay or it's a next home game if they make it there, um, it could be another Black Monday coming in Dallas. I want to see if the guys rally around Mike. And what I mean by that is when Clarence Hill Jr., who will join us tomorrow, as always on Tuesday, tweets out, when I asked Jerry Jones about Mike McCarthy's future, he said, quote, we will see how each game goes in the playoffs. <laughs> So as a team, does the team rally around Mike? Like, hey, man, you feel like your guy's on the hot seat. Do you rally around that? If I'm the team, I don't talk about it until I have to. I think think if I'm Micah and I'm Dak, I pull the guys aside. And if if, if I'm really riding with Mike McCarthy, and I'm Dak Prescott, who... For this season, Mike's been a godsend for Dak, and Dak's put in the work himself too. But if I'm the two leaders on that team, and I really ride with Mike McCarthy, I'm pulling the team aside and saying, hey, man, y'all want to be the reason Coach gets fired? Let's go out here and win one for the Gipper. Let's go out here and do it. Like, you got to, you know what I mean? Like, if Mm -hmm. that's really your guy, if that's really your guy, and that's really who you feel like can get you to the promised land, well, then rally around him. Because Jerry left him dangling. Like that was a first of all it was an honest answer and I appreciate it. But it also let us know, hey, you lose the Green Bay, you're gone. And I don't agree with that. But that's what I read in between in the in between the lines of that quote from Jerry Jones. Because they went from oh, I want him to be Tom Landry to, to we'll see how each playoff game goes. And if you get boat raced like Philly did against the Giants, something like that happens. Yeah, I don't think the knee jerk would not be too wrong to right. go let him go. But I do hate it when players start defending a coach before they have to defend him. Like you're going ahead and you're, yeah, we might very well lose. But if we do, don't fire him. But when we lose, sometimes it is their fault, though. And I think you address that. But I don't want players coming out even before we play to tell me if we lose, don't fire him. No, no, no. I don't think anybody should come to, the, to their press conference and say those but, words. You know, like, no, no. I don't think that should happen. And I, I think that he's got his his locker room, and I, I do think I, no, there's I know value he does. to it. I know he does because they don't lose two in a row. If, well, they did this season finally, but they don't lose many games in a row because he gets them go, ready to play again. We've seen teams quit on their coach. I loved watching yesterday. Did Cowboys anybody? There wasn't anybody playing for money yesterday, was there? I know he said when we had McCarthy oh, there was on, a lot on Friday. Of guys oh, I'm playing talking for me. the Cowboys. Oh no, I know. Um, uh, we saw <laughs> Jadavion. Was it Jadavion with the dance? Yeah, he got seven hundred fifty thousand. And uh, what's his name from the Kansas City Chiefs? Picked him a million two uh, oh, with yeah. a sack. Chris, I know DeAndre Hopkins needed two touchdowns for a million and a half. Did you get him? I don't think so. Oh, man. That's, well, did he? I don't know. I have to look. So that's the kind of thing that endears you to your coach. And I don't even know. Like, is it, Would it have been selfish of DeAndre Hopkins to walk up to Taney Hill before the game and say, hey, man, you know I need 80 yards and two TDs for a million and a half. My kids need diapers. Well, is that is that out of bounds? No, it's not out of bounds. It would be out of bounds if the game mattered and you altered your game plan just so a guy could get paid. Then I'd have a problem. You're in a, on a, in a game that does not matter to anybody, literally to anybody. Especially not the Titans. And you don't throw me the ball twice? Now, you need touchdowns, you just need catches. You need two TDs. Yeah, that makes it a little bit more difficult. Well, remember Tom Brady did it for Antonio Brown? And then Antonio Brown went and took a crap on Brady. But remember, he needed a touchdown to get a million bucks, and Tom made sure he got it. Did Levis play, or was that Taney Hill doing that? That was Taney Hill. Sadly, neither one of those guys are Tom Brady. <laughs> neither one of those guys <laughs> yeah. are manufacturing, can manufacture that kind right. of play. Tonight we get a national championship on what has been 
really, we get exactly what we want. We got one versus two. The numbers tell us the games are supposed to be really good at one versus two. We'll look back in the past. Both teams have a national championship, but it was in the last century that we saw it. So let's talk about what we saw and look forward to a, a full slate of NFL games that you're going to catch live right here on San Antonio Sports Star. Coming back, talking some college football. Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, will they be in the same league next year? And can DeBoers take Washington to the promised land? We're looking forward right now on R&R, 941 San Antonio Sports Star. It's R&R here on San Antonio Sports Star. Who is this? Third Eye Blind. Is that who that is? Yeah. Uh, th- that's an appropriate cool. song to be playing. Why? Because they're coming in concert. They're coming to San Antonio. They will be here soon enough. In fact, they will be at the uh, Germania Insurance Amphitheater on August the 8th. And they're going to be bringing with them Yellow Card and Arizona. The entire state. Who is that? I don't know. I just read what's in front of me. I am the Ron Burgundy of radio. Uh, they're coming August the 8th. If you want to go, you can go to LiveNation.com and buy them, or you can get on your device and dial 656-3776. And if you're living a semi-charmed kind of life and are caller number five, then go see Third Eye Blind. That's going to be a good show on August the 8th. How's your third eye? It's blind. We're, we're, the one that's right in the middle of my forehead, is that yeah, my that chakra? It's your chakras and all that good stuff. My you- chakra's in pretty good place today. I mean, uh, we got a championship game. The Dallas Cowboys fell ass backwards into the second uh, seed in the NFC and get to play a couple of home games if they can make it that far. They get a Green Bay team that uh, has uh, survived some uh, bumpy spots, have a young quarterback that uh, is eminent for mistakes, but also uh, eminently dangerous as well, and a Green Bay team that might not be as talented, but uh, could come in in the cloak of darkness and win a football game. All things considered, I think as a Cowboy fan, I'm in pretty good place. So if Philly wins against Tampa, Philly would play San Fran. Mm -hmm. And the Cowboys would play the winner of the Rams-Lions. Which has its own issues. Because the Rams are a good football team. So is Detroit. I mean, So is Green Bay, for that matter. We're going to go there. But if you're going to rank them, I think Green Bay is the worst of those three. And worst being the pejorative term, the the least best. (laughs) I mean, they're all playoff teams. And Green Bay, very quietly, unbeknownst to most, put together a second half of the season that made Jordan Love, in some eyes, the best quarterback in football for the last five weeks. That's what I'm hearing. Excuse me, sir. I'm just looking at percentages. Bite your tongue. I'm not saying that he is, but look at percentages and look at what they have done. That offense is clicking for a lot of reasons. We know that the brain trust in Green Bay has been good. Are they as scary as Detroit? No, because no, no, Detroit no, just no. came into Dallas and beat them. They beat them. They just didn't get the W. And if you ask me right now, the scariest team in all of the playoffs are the Rams. You have dark horses. Yes. Oh, yeah, dark horse. Of those that shouldn't be, but my gosh, I don't want to deal with. More than Cleveland? More Well, I say on the NFC side. Well, see, Cleveland. I don't know. Oh, just NFC side because I don't know if Cleveland really qualifies as the dark horse. No. I guess they do because the Ravens are clear cut the best team in football. 
But that that clearly, if you know, if Cleveland does beat Houston and they play the that Cleveland Ravens game would be good. They played two decent games against each other this year. But staying on the NFC side, Rob, the Cowboys. I mean, it, when we go back to talking about, hey man, it's okay to believe what you're seeing. For them to get somehow Philly fall off the face of the earth, they fall into the two seed, and not only did they fall into the two seed, they fell on the right side of the bracket. I mean, there's no look. There's no such thing as an easy playoff game. Let's be clear about that. On paper, is, is Dallas better than everybody except possibly San Francisco? Yes, but that means nothing. So I'm not just like I'm not just handing them two wins, but I'm saying if you had to be dealt a hand, this is the best hand that you could be dealt. By now far. you still have to play it right. Like I could get dealt six spades and a couple of aces in a spades hand, but if I don't run it right, I can still not maximize it. So they have to maximize the hand they've been dealt. But this is the best hand you could be dealt. Did you see anything? In the run game yesterday, I mean, obviously they were more successful than they had been, but against a defense that had been a sieve, the team hadn't won in, in since what September, October. I mean, it had been nine or ten, eight games or so. So yeah. it's been uh, November since they'd won. Um, is did you feel? Do you feel better about the running game, even though you really don't need no, to I feel don't. better? But no, I don't. I don't either. And I, and you look, you're facing a team in Green Bay. If the last I looked, they give up less than a hundred yards a game on the ground. Um so I don't think it's gonna be you're not gonna be you're not playing a team that's lost seven in a row. Can they turn Green Bay over? I think they can. No man. I like the way Love takes care of the football lately. I don't Yes. I mean that that's what they do, right? Well when they win they do. Let me look at this. The uh what was two interceptions yesterday? We had Bland get one, and did Donovan got the other one? Yeah. So Jordan Love had 32 TDs, 11 INTs. He was sacked 30 times. I look at Green Bay. Like and Aaron, the, team, the only thing that's scary about Green Bay is Aaron Jones is 100% finally, which he wasn't all year. And you could tell yesterday that he's finally got back to being Aaron Jones. And when they're running the ball is when they got better. Right. And that, I'm not sure if the Cowboys have shown any ability to stop a decent running back. I think if you've got her back and you're committed to the run, you're going to get 100 yards. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you, you just yeah, start. You're, if you're yeah, you're committed just yourself backward into it. To 100, you're just going to get them. It might be some chunk plays, and there might be some third downs where you don't. But I think if you commit yourself to the Cowboys and you stay with it, but I'm just not sure the Green Bay is the type of running team to commit themselves to the type of game that would force the Cowboys into. Desperate measures. I think they're still a throwing football team. Oh, yes. And they're better when they're throwing it. Because, again, I think they're a pass to run versus run to pass. Meaning, I think they want to get 88 going. And when 88's going and you have to drop a linebacker back because you're trying to put something underneath to contain 88, then you start running the ball. Now, I brought up the running game. And and they were kind of hamstrung because Zach Martin woke up sick. Uh, (laughs) Who isn't sick? And the, the running game didn't suffer. That the, the, Whoever was in, and they had one dude in that hadn't played all year, right? For the Cowboy offensive line. Oh. oh. The tackle that came in and played for, yeah, for Zach. I thought I don't he played believe, a little maybe bit. Maybe he yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, he played But there bit. were holes to be found. And, you know, we had talked to McCarthy. If you ever missed anything about with our conversation with McCarthy, it's in the audio vault brought to you by A, a- Best Bail Bonds uh, at sasportstar.com. 
we talked to him about the incentives. Like, you know, you come into the week 18, uh, do you know about your guys and who needs what to get a little bit more of their paycheck? And he said, well, you know, we pay attention to those kind of things. Certainly CD with the catches and Tony Pollard uh, chasing a thousand yards. Now he didn't get his thousand, uh, but there was an emphasis on running the ball. And Rico Dowdle at least looked healthy. I don't know. Yeah, Rico, <laughs> Rico was running kind of like Tony used to run behind Zeke. Remember, Tony would come in there and try to just turn the game out because he's like, "Look, I should be playing." You know, there's there's certain spots there. Again, I don't know what to make of it because they're playing the Commodores, as my buddy <laughs> likes to call my buddy, my homeboy, my homeboy calls them the Commodores because they're so bad. You know, he's playing against he's the Commodores. Right. He's playing against the Commodores. So I don't know what to make of it, but Rico, oh no, could be something to pay attention. Well, to. Well, I know this. I hope Tony saved his money because he ain't gonna be a cowboy that, next that year. That franchise tag ain't coming. He again. ain't gonna be a cowboy next year. He will, he will not be a cowboy next year. At least not at ten million. So the Cowboys led the NFL in uh, Aubrey was best kicker in the NFL. Right? Did, he didn't officially miss, did he? Is a block. Is that because that a miss? I miss. He doinked one, too. Yeah, he, he did. Oh, he that's missed, right. He doinked. That. Was that a field goal? Yeah, he doinked one. So he, he missed one field goal this year. Don't tell me he's about to be Maher in this first round. Uh, Don't tell me he's going to do what Maher did against the Buccaneers last year. Oh, my gosh. Because, see, the thing is with these kickers, when it goes, <laughs> yeah, that's not when it. it goes and they start thinking, <laughs> Don't, d- d- I like I liken it to a golfer. You know, one minute, one, you know, nine holes, Rob, I'm striping it. Then I, you know, I shank one, and now I'm in my own head. Yeah, uh, I just compared my golf game to Brandon yeah, Aubrey's kicking ability. You did kind of there. I did. I'm treating this like a no-header in the sixth and <laughs> a, a, a fellow Baptist in the liquor store. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't bringing it up. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> Don't why put I, that evil on me. Why, oh. I was all like, why am I looking at Michael Clark Duncan? God bless the God dead. God bless the dead. Lord. Aubrey's the best kicker in football. He's not better than Justin Tucker. No, nah, but I mean by the numbers. I got you. Best okay. kicker in football. I'm listening. Uh, Bland the, is the best DB. Best DB. No. At least the best <laughs> yeah, the most best thief going away. Uh, they've got the, the uh, best, best receiver best in the league. receiver of football, at least by yards. And, and they got the best quarterback, right? And by interceptions and touchdowns, they have the best quarterback in the league. Um, we would also include Micah Parsons in that. Has it? At what point does it become so painfully apparent that every time Micah is on the rush, you can do whatever you want to him? That dude, they've you they've, don't just give up, man. He's getting the he's getting Chris Pauled. He is. He's getting Chris Pauled. Like they're freezing and him out. Na- and now it's to the point where the networks are rolling with it. How many times did they show us yesterday, Micah being held over and oh, it, it, it's painful to watch, dude. You can't like NFL refs are a tight knit group, and Micah shows them up every single week on his podcast. Every week. If I was my, I'm seriously, if I was Micah this week, I'm, I'm going to do my pod because I, you know, freedom of speech. I'm going to do my pod, but I would not say a word about the refs because it, it it's not going to get better. And you're end up hurt. You're actually end up hurting the team because we need those holdings or we need those sacks. Just let it go, bro. This is not a, you, you don't have power over the situation. Because if they called just the appropriate number, it I know everybody three. gets held. It was at least three. But he, it, it's blatant holding. It, it, it's blatant to the point where we're all watching it, wondering when the fix comes, and you wonder if it will happen in a playoff game. I doubt it. 
<laughs> I doubt it. You think all of a sudden this Sunday they're going to call four holdings against Green Bay? Do you, do you really believe that'll happen? Now that might fit a well, it might fit the script. scripted role. It might fit the script. Like we'll get the Cowboys' second home game no matter what happens, and then we'll finally start calling things that are appropriate. And you could defend it. But I also feel like that's going on a, a lot more than just with Micah. But we're highlighting it because Micah's crying about it so much. Like, you you can't tell me that uh, Miles Garrett isn't held five times a game. T.J. Watt's held five times a game. All of of those guys are held four or five times a game. But those guys get the flag. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, just percentages at some point, Micah should get the flag. I think that should be a stat they keep. I think that should be a stat they keep for defensive ends. How many holding calls do you generate and i also want to see line judges how many holding calls are you throwing on the edges like that but see okay so then they weren't holding him at the beginning of the year then because no. the beginning of the year he was getting sacks no so they just started holding him or is he just running out of gas like he does every year and does micah parsons nor is he just the hands on hips guy kind of he always looks tired okay he okay does. i, th- okay. About him that okay. I like- thought it was me i was like why has he always got his because to me when i see hands on hips I th- I th- yeah. in my mind I'm like oh he's tired but Mike always got he's just he's just a little sassy. Remember Walter Payton always looked like he was about wore out. Walter Payton would limp back to the huddle and always looked like he was just about done. But it always came back and Mike has got a little bit of that. A little bit of I'm oh, wore yeah. out. Yeah, thirteen rookie, thirteen and a half, second year, fourteen. So he's 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 gone up every year. Yes, but <laughs> just just because they're throwing it more doesn't mean he's getting the appropriate number of calls. No, you're right. Uh, before we head out into the sunset, um, we are turning the page on an era of sports that we will never go back to again. What's that? Today. We're saying goodbye oh, to, the Pac-12. to a, it's not so not just to the Pac-12, but we're saying goodbye to an era that when we try to explain to our kids what college sports was like back in the day, we go, when you know, when I was young, when I was like 10, the way we came up with a national championship is at the end of the year, we would have writers from like Peoria and, and Lubbock and New Hampshire and all over the country would vote. And they would not let their biases in, and we would choose a champion, not by who beat who. And every now and then we'd get that. And then a lot of times we would have two champions. Yeah, that was stupid. We, we would do that. And back when we were young, sometimes in the state of Texas, we would decide winning football team games by the team that got across the 50-yard line. The more, off, more often than the other, we called it penetrations, which was weird. And now we're finally putting to bed a playoff system that wasn't a playoff system, that led itself to a myriad of debates. We'll never know who really were the national champions up until next year. No, I mean, this we got is, good, no, we got this good is, arguments. I agree. But we cannot say that every year at least one team could have been in and could have won it. This year, Georgia could have easily been in and could easily be playing for a national championship tonight. Easily. Sure. Easily. Ohio State could easily. But for for a late win, a late loss, and no playoff, we will never have that again. Sure. Fair. Because now we got what we're going to twelve next season. We're going to twelve now. There's still a whole lot of stuff to be figured out. We act like this is all put in stone and we're ready to do this. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be hammered out between now and then. As far as you know, who's getting the money? Well, How we getting paid and, and, and scheduling? Like because I don't think they can play the full twelve games 
if they're going to go to this 12-team playoff, because that's, what, another two, three rounds? It's well, it's Another no, two, three games for some teams. Well, they're going to go into bowls. They'll count in bowls. But, yeah, we're going to have some more games, and there's some more money to be divvied up. But at the very least, it's all over. But now there will be no crying. Hmm. There, there will be no, 13 has no right to cry. I, I, yeah, I, they do. No, they, yeah. they do. They do. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, I, I, equivalent. But people really think that it's going to be easier for the committee. It's not. Now you got more hands in the pot because you got to think teams ten through eighteen, Rob, are all going to have the same record. Oh, easily. They're all going to have two easily. losses, three losses. They're all going to have some common opponents. And it gets harder. And here's the here, for uh, for the basketball types out there. We know that once you expand the tournament. You, you change the way things are weighted. And last year in the NCAA basketball tournament was a classic example of what you get Ooh. when you expand the tournament. Because you get, you get extraordinary upsets the bigger the field. You get early games that are monumental and worth talking about for 25 years. The guy, the team that came from nowhere, the 12 seed beat the 2 seed. Or however they're going to do it. The 12 seed beat the 4 seed, I think, would be the, yeah. the appropriate answer. That will go down in the, in, the, in the annals of those schools forever. But the problem will be we're going to have a national championship game with a, a, you know, a 12-6 seat at some point. And it'll be phenomenal. It'll be interesting to watch as both teams get there. But we're going to look at that and go, this ain't the championship. See, Georgia didn't make it. Now, see, this is the I can't I can't tolerate that type of. person. I'm telling you, that's where we're going. I can't deal with that type of person. I can't. I'll be like, hey man, that's you know what I do with those type of people, Rob. Yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't even have the energy to argue with that guy. We're gonna have years, even though it wasn't a 12 team playoff, it was just a four, where we're gonna end up with a TCU Michigan, or uh, you know, some two teams that. Oh, you mean TCU Georgia? TCU Georgia, where. We watched some one team stagger in with some miracle plays and just get pants. That's oh, Notre not Dame, ever, that's Notre Dame, to, Alabama. It's, that's not going to go away. No, that's that's still going to happen because again, you're going to have a team get hot. You have a couple teams that are in the twelve that got injured, in in one of the games. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. I mean, look at look at Florida State. But at the very least, the argument won't be as strong as Florida State could have had as Georgia. By the numbers, should have had. Yeah, Georgia probably should have been in, but I don't know who I'm taking out. Who are you taking out? I'm, Texas? Uh, right. I mean, no, we, they got it as right as they could. Right. But I think what we saw Georgia do to a Florida State team that did not care, but we saw a team that was so extraordinarily deep that we feel like, at least I did, like if that team would have been in the playoff, they'd have won this thing too. But good, good chance. But at some point, we're going to have a Florida International taking on a UCF for a national championship game just because we had an extraordinary tournament run, and we're going to be bitching about it too. But at least now we can wave goodbye to what will be a fun game tonight. Make sure if you're going to watch it, watch it with us. Head out to the Roo Pub. The boys get going at 2. At 5.30, we get you going, and by that time, you'll have had a Wimby burger and a nice uh, discounted beer. Roo Pub, you know where it is. The wings, baby, the wings. And uh, a wedge salad. Good as they can get. They got great onion rings, too. Hey, we got a whole bunch of work to do today. We're just the beginning of a full sporting day. Don't forget, Greeny's coming up. Then you get the jungle with a vine. And then the blitz. (laughs) Horns down. We out. Horns down. Birds up, baby. We'll see you tomorrow.